Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIBABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, 550-5500 here in the Kiva. We're back on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget to download our apps directly at RockofTalk.tv, RockofTalk.com. And for all of you listening around the country, throughout the world, uh, we do have some listeners that are listening to us from uh, quite a ways away, which is uh, very cool. Thank you for uh, paying attention to a little old Albuquerque for more than fire and the federal disaster relief, which we'll, of course, get into uh, today. We have uh, D. Dowd uh, Muska, D. Dowd at 3000. He is affectionately known here to our listeners in the Kiva with me uh, as well. Uh, we're going to jump into it uh, almost right away because, you know, here's the you know biggest swings. You have these uh, tumultuous swings in the economy. And then you have them in the stock market, of course. And then you saw, oh, everyone's celebrating yesterday. And then today you have... Uh, 1,200 finally uh, closed uh, down. I think 1,093 is, is what it was. And you want to talk about a, a fire, that's it. And then you compound that with inflation and you may, you you metastasize that with the uh, coming housing uh, crisis that will inevitably is going to happen, uh, folks. And it has nothing to do with the value of your house. It has to do with the cost of that. Yesterday uh, was an interesting day because we had a huge rise, a one-half percent one half percent of one one half of one percent increase in the uh, interest rate, which that's a strong signal that interest rates are going up in an attempt to keep inflation coming down. Uh, count that as number one and number two in terms of the uh, interest rate increases, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And you're going to continue to see uh, more of that uh, throughout the rest of the year as the uh, Biden economy continues to come apart. And then, of course, you have I think what we should be get back into is the whip inflation now conversation. I know Dowd knows what that is. Many of you don't know what that is. Uh, some of you uh, are way too young to understand what that is. But you might remember the whip inflation now is exactly the war cry that we need to kind of come back into. Yeah, dare I say it, 2022. You know, Musk Hour 1, how are you, sir? I am uh, gravely disappointed, uh, Mr. Aragon. Um, a promise was made on this program yesterday to our listeners that they would be, uh, a few hours later, uh, at the end of the show, they would be seeing a pentagram-bearing topless pro-abortion. Oh. Uh, the notes were prepared, and yet they were never posted. And I know a lot oh. of our listeners wanted to see that sterling example of a UNM student uh, fighting for logic and rationality. So I think there's been oh. a lot of very angry listeners. Angry, okay. <laughs> Do we get some anger coming back? I think they should. I mean... You know, we are uh, essentially a porn site uh, when you think about it. Banned on Twitter, banned on the internet, and uh, just about everywhere. You don't want your children to get a load of what's happening here. So, you know what? Uh, that is uh, my bad. Uh, and it can be, let, let me tell you, uh, and I guess I should talk a little bit about radio here. Do you want me to talk about the upside? You, I guess you want to smile on your face. Everybody loves to see the tatas. And uh, yes, uh, they were, a promise was made, a promise not kept. That's why I'm not your uh, politician. That's why I'm not, uh, see? That's why I'm not your mayor or your CD1 guy or anything like that. That because I can't even keep that promise. Now let's let's get to this. So this is this is a good starting point. I'm, I'm glad you're uh, re-steering the conversation because uh, if Tatas don't put a smile on your face, nothing in this world will, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And those were a, a great set on the University of New Mexico student uh, 
Uh, sorry to miss it. But, hey, you get to store it all up and uh, head uh, for long into your weekend. Well, Eddie, I am only half kidding, uh, half serious. Uh, no, if I you really want to take it in a in a dark direction, and uh, okay. this is a this is a paywall protected site, the Santa Fe New Mexican. Uh, I, I actually have access to it. Um, it. It is so disturbing, Eddie. It, it, there's an article on these these spontaneous demonstrations that have right. broken out all over the country, where hundreds of people. Uh, apparently people with a lot of time on their hands, because I can't drop everything at a moment's notice and go down to a demonstration. Right. I think it's true for probably 90% of the American population. Oh, I don't know. We have commitments, work commitments, human commitments, dog commitments. Um, there's a picture, and this, Eddie, this broke my heart. Pippa Brown, and I'm only I'm only giving this name out because it is public on this, on this newspaper. Okay. Pippa Brown, nine years old of Santa Fe, gets a high five from this horrible city Nine councilor, uh, Signe Lindell, after the city councilor asked, where are the young people at the pro-abortion demonstration? This little blonde girl is giving a, a high five to a city councilor. Uh, this little nine-year-old who has no life experience, has no idea what this issue is, but I'm sure she's been you know, ideologically terrorized by her parents and with their Tibetan prayer flags in the backyard about how evil Republicans are going to deny women their fundamental rights. Eddie, this is... There's nothing violent about this picture. There's nothing graphic about this picture. But in sure. some ways, it's the most offensive picture I've ever seen I, in my I life. I agree. Uh, uh, let's let's put a finer point on this. Let's talk about Pippa, nine years old, and uh, high-fiving people uh, getting out there, raising a ruckus. And she has no idea what she's high-fiving or what she's actually participating in. But she's uh, participating. And I'm not going to uh, soapbox here because this is not uh, – abortion is not an issue. It's a personal issue. Okay? Let me let me repeat again. Abortion is not an issue. It is a personal issue. However, big caps, bold, I underline, 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 underline. What does it say about us as a society when we regulate when a life can be ended? Okay? Like we're, we're, it's varying degrees, three months, six months, nine months, three days, conception. People have uh, problems with the RU486 pill, which is the uh, day after pill. Uh, is that considered an abortion? Uh, did you prevent something from happening? But to put a nine-year-old there and get her starting up about her, my body, my choice, and then you go back, let's, let's rewind for two years, two months, and, uh, well, yeah, a little, little less than two months, I should say. When did my body, my choice not uh, become the same now that we've surpassed worldwide 15 million deaths and 1 million deaths in the United States? And it's this horrible death. How come we're not making the same count? Is it because when we believe a life is a life? And, and we see this nut jobbery that takes place, Okay by the likes of yeah Elizabeth Warren I mean this is this is the craziness the zaniness I don't even know how to talk about how wackadoodle this woman is and why she is so incredibly emotional emotional about uh, some people would call it murdering or getting an abortion I, I don't know that for some people that there's any difference like this is this is this is Elizabeth Warren take take a listen but it's hard to it's hard to hear and hard to sort of like 
and I was I was up at the Supreme Court on the day that this all came out, and 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 she's walking through plants, marching over things right in front of the Capitol. There she we we couldn't get anywhere even close to to it. Take a listen, folks, because this is heart wrenching to hear a woman so adamant about murdering a child. How are you feeling? I am angry. Angry and upset, angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep Roe versus Wade the law of the land. They just need to do it. I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day. Okay, she's not talking about life. She's talking about politics. Yep, yep. She is not talking about anything regarding a woman's right to choose or anything. She's talking about a win for Republicans. That's all she's talking about. Everything for her is Republicans. Everything for them is theater. That's what this whole thing is. The camera behind. Uh, Dowd made some sort of uh, snarky good remarks about the fact that they're, they're all ready. They got the signs. It's a, it's a surprise, surprise. We had no idea this came out of left field. Yet, you know, there's massive a number of mailers that are sent out. Hey, you need to donate now. Donate to the Democrat Party. The Republicans are going to take over. This is a win. Three of the five uh, justices appointed by uh, uh, Donald Trump are getting this. So it's a 6-3 win for them. It's coming. Are you going to turn out? Are we going to stack the courts? Are we going to go ahead and get Congress up on the hill to go ahead and make sure that we codify and make sure that Roe v. Wade can't be overturned. This is this is what these people are at. Listen. For decades, they have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish. That's what she's mad about. She, she's crying about something from two years ago. Let's not forget Kavanaugh. Let's not forget quickly how quickly Breyer retired so we can go ahead and, and bring in the first black African. I don't know how many times they had to like stress the fact that we're only get a female, only get a, an African-American for the Supreme Court. Okay. But we damn well, it's going to be pro-choice, pro-murder baby, babies. That's what it's all about. And they literally are, are going to it and they're saying unconstitutional since back in 73. Have you read the details on this? This isn't about that. We're finding that, Hey, this can be overturned. Babylon B put out something this morning, which I was laughing. It's like, yeah, the Ninth Circuit immediately overturns, uh, premeditates it, and launches into overturning the overturning. And how true is that? That's where they are. That's their the, the the honesty. It's funny because it's true. The honesty of that mentality. It's right there. Something that the majority of Americans do not want. Here we go. Now we're getting in statistics. This will make your stomach turn. Listen to this horrible woman. 9% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade. Funny that she didn't bring up black people and white people. I mean, this is racial genocide. You know what, 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 what race we're talking about? We're talking about African-Americans, yes. It's racial genocide because a large proportion of the number of abortions have been happening in African-American communities. Disproportionately larger portion, yes. 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 All right, sorry. I, sorry if I, uh, thank you for correcting me. Here we go. Way to maintain the, the law of the land. Of the land. We need to do no, that. We have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough Here we go. There we go. All right. Extremists. Okay. So what do we have then? 
is abortion anywhere even in the top 10 of issues? This is this something that Democrats have focused on? Have, have we have Republicans really focused on this? I mean, I live right next to an abortion clinic right there. The Republicans and the conservatives are there, the pro-life people are there every single day. Three or four of them, I wave hi. Hey, how's it going? Good job. I'm glad you're out there. Okay. Gives people pause, but is it going to stop them ultimately? It's not, you know, we're the murder capital of the world when it comes to abortion. We know this, okay? Uh, all you Democrats who vote uh, Catholic, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, all you Catholics who vote Democrat, uh, you see what I did there? Right? Why is that synonymous? Like, that's the bigger question. That's the bigger question, right? Are your values aligned with your politics? So what is this meant to do? Stoke fear? No. There's no fear here. Everybody knows what it is. We know where you're at. We know you're, are you pro-life? I mean, it's a litmus test. You know, like, of course, I'm a Republican, right? <laughs> are there pro-choice Republicans? I don't really know of any. I've never seen a Republican walk in and say, oh, I'm you know, pro-choice, but I'm a Republican. It's like, no, you would immediately be out of the party. It just, just doesn't even work. Eddie, in Connecticut, all the Republicans are pro-choice. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, here, here's something that this is all meant to do. And you heard the CD1 candidates talk about this, just like, why do I even have to ask this? Well, because we're talking about it right now, because it was leaked. The person should be prosecuted, okay? By the way, I think there should kind of be sort of a new standard for the Supreme Court. Once they come to an agreement as to what it is, just release it, get out of the way. Don't sit on a document for six months or five months or what have you, whenever this was, uh, I think, finished. I think it was at the end of December. And then ultimately say, oh, of course it's going to get leaked when you have nothing else to run on. The Democrats have nothing else to run on, period. Like, they lost on COVID. They lost on the presidency. Look who's in, in the president's office. Got Joe Biden, and they're failing and flailing miserably. So what do you do? You hatch Plan F, right? That's the Plan F is F it, just F it, hit F, F seven, right? And no spell check there because we know what they're all about, and they're about winning this election. They have nothing left in the chamber. You can't print any more money. You can't create any more wars. But you can certainly say that the Republicans are out to turn out a war on your children, your your families, and your right to to, to choose. You got a nine-year-old Pippa hanging out there. I love the name Pippa, by the way. And that tells me exactly who her parents are. Oh, yeah. You know who Pippa is, right? Uh, her parents, uh, they have the Tibet, Tibetan prayer flags, and they watch a lot of Downton Abbey, I can assure uh, Downton, you. Downton yes. Abbey. Yes. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Here's more Elizabeth Warren. And Democratic lawmakers have been and the Democrats. This is MSNBC. Here today, Senator Elizabeth Warren spoke to the crowd just moments ago. I am here because I am angry, and I am here because the United States Congress can change all of this. I have seen the world where abortion is illegal. There we go. Court hang, uh, coat hangers. Uh, how, how quickly are we going to move to that? Are we just going to start talking about, uh, I don't know, uh, dirty dancing and coat hangers? Is that, is that where we're going with this whole thing? That, that's the Democrats. That's where they want to go. We are not going back. NBC News correspondent Julia Ainsley has been getting reaction from the crowd here. So what are you hearing from those protesters? Well, now we also have Senator Hirono getting ready to speak behind me now, Andrea. These protesters are definitely fervent, and they're at times very confrontational. Shortly after— I, I, I was there when all this was happening, by the way. They just—the riots were already starting there up in the 
Supreme Court. Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren left here. We saw them swarm her car, many against what she had to say to protect. Oh, there it is. The violent extremists swarming her car. Charlottesville. Don't you know these? I mean, just the atmosphere. That's the destroying news. democracy. They are. These, there's absolutely uh, just doing everything they can. Abortion rights as she left. And we also saw a number of people here kind of get in each other's faces. Uh, now, of course, it's a surprise. The, the woman behind her. Just get this. Get, get the ridiculousness of this. The woman with the sign behind the woman who's talking uh, on MSNBC, whoever that happens to be. I don't know the reporter. There's no name in front of it. Um, True choice lesbian. Wait, even procreate. <laughs> like by your very definition, you're a lesbian. Seems like that wouldn't be a problem for you, sweetie. Yeah, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Surprised that they would be here. It's not that these people were organized. Most of them were in D.C. already, but lots come from different states. Happen to be here. Some who say that they are now worried about what their states could do if Roe versus Wade is indeed struck down, as it appears that it will be. And they're talking about how different it will be depending on whether or not whether or not you live in a state where those rights are protected. We're also hearing from people who are upset about the leak. I spoke to someone who is definitely on the pro, uh, on the anti-abortion side, Andrea, who's uh, reverent, who said that he was upset about the leak and thinks that it was done for political reasons in order to sway the justices. But as we've just heard from the Chief Justice John Roberts recently, we see that they said that they will not be in any way altered by this leak and that they're conducting an investigation. But certainly here, the crowd is getting larger. As you can see, we expect a rally at one o'clock, more people to come out around 6 p.m. tonight. They've put up more gates here to protect the court, and there are more police presence coming into the area as this protest grows, Andrea. There's no doubt, there's zero doubt in my mind that it was leaked for political reasons. And it all has to do with the very words that are coming out of Elizabeth Warren's mouth, which is anger. You can get people angry, you can get them motivated, you can get them politically active, and then you can get them on the side of protecting what you think is going to be a win for you. 69%. Oh, we're all, the whole world's into seven out of 10 people are interested in murdering babies. That's essentially what she's saying. I mean, when you see that woman losing her mind, her temper, stepping over plants, talking about, you know, how you're not going to pre uh, prevent a woman's right to choose? Who's that motivating? Well, everybody in the Democratic base. And that's exactly what this is intended to do. I think there's bigger issues like the economy, <laughs> like the value of your house, like the, uh, you know, the money in your pocket. Uh, what about the gas in your car? Like all of that is like quicksand, uh, like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of your life. At least you had them. Uh, if you were able to live and your parents loved you enough to keep you alive. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. I think uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover, including the fires uh, up north. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, uh, by the way. Uh, more propaganda coming from the Albuquerque Journal, Dodd Muska. This land is sacred. Uh, oh. you know, and then comparing all the different fires. I do want to weigh in on the self-defense uh, of the player, uh, who was killed, uh, who was going to be a much heralded player at the University of New Mexico. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about that because I think it's another one of those seminal points uh, here in our area, uh, if you will, Albuquerque, Santa Fe. And for those people who are listening, you know, throughout the rest of the country, you know, Santa Fe is just one of those places that many people know. Not, not everybody knows Albuquerque except for Breaking Bad. But 
in that summer alone, there were three young kids under the age of 18 were murdered, one of which was the most prominent one in uh, that community. Dowd, what else uh, do you have for us uh, here before we launch into a break? Uh, well, we got a piece on uh, taxes that I put up yesterday. We didn't get to with all of our, our candidate stuff uh, yesterday. Hopefully, we can get to have time for that. We also will have the press release from Levi Strauss and Company. Uh, mm. I know all of us have been thinking, what is the major uh, blue jean manufacturer? What do they think about reproductive rights? Uh, I put it in the uh, the Daily Blast today. Eddie, I am so sick of companies weighing in on St. George of Fentanyl or reproductive right. rights. They should shut their damn mouths. Uh, and then we have an interesting thing I sent you earlier today, Eddie. Turns out Hispanic Americans, contrary to probably what Elizabeth Warren believes and a lot of people on the left, they're really big about border control. Really, mm. really, really big. And also we'll have a, a little tail of the tape, the, the the butcher's bill of what happened today, Eddie, in terms of the statistics on the stock market. I've got some CNBC stats that are... Uh, Tell you, tell you how bad today was, and um, it's. Uh, I, I don't know that it's the end, folks. But when we have so many other headwinds and we have a stock market crash, we should be paying attention to this. We absolutely should, and we will. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, and I guess if we have a little bit of time, we'll get into the uh, Española blotter. Uh, maybe a little bit of that. Will they keep it going? Uh, one of the things that we didn't touch upon was the final parting shot. Uh, the previous publisher. I'd like to touch on that before we jump into our uh, maybe maybe our final not sure gonna they're gonna keep up with the political correct I have good news on that front okay we'll do that yep. uh, when we well we'll do that during uh, hour number three thanks everybody for being here in the Kiva on this day back in 2007 is she even alive Avril Lavigne well 2007 she went to number one with this song thanks everybody for tuning in 426 back and forth on the rock of top Uh, they were married. Uh, Christy Hine, Christy Hine in 84, 
uh, to Jim Kerr of Simple Minds. That is the lead singer. Uh, you recognize his face immediately. He looks like he should be on uh, one of those uh, 80s films because you saw him all over the 80s. And uh, he was there, Jim Kerr. He married Chrissy Hind uh, back on the... J- I, I'm, uh, I guess uh, her song uh, didn't really stand up. Uh, I'll stand by you. She did not stand by uh, old Jim Kerr. Um, so he went back on the uh, chain gang, and uh, there he is uh, out uh, out there in Lonesomeville. Uh, for some people, it's not so lonesome, but uh, Simple Minds, one of the the better bands of the uh, 1980s, new wave, uh, as it were. Uh, we'll talk about. Uh, I guess we should talk about how good radio is and how bad maybe the rest of the world is going to be. Now, I was about to touch upon this uh, doubt, and I think you know people should understand sort of the ebbs and flows of how things work. Radio is where people go to to sort of meet. It's like the community public space, okay? The public space is not Twitter because you don't know what channel that is. It's just random hashtagging and blotting and blogging and this and that and comments, and I just want to see what people are saying, okay? Take the temperature. You can't take the temperature because it's guided, it's curved, it's literally shaping, shaping opinion, okay? Now, radio is different. It's like you know to go to that station at this time for that stuff. That's kind of amazing. And guess what? We've been doing it for over 100 years. In fact, I believe uh, you know, the, uh, the big stick who uh, likes to refer to me as Mr. Irrelevant now. Uh, really interesting because I didn't even know I was relevant uh, given that they ignored me the entire mayoral election, the entire CD1 election, the entire uh, Republican Party race. Uh, I was uh, Mr. I was non-existent. So somehow I went from Mr. Non-existent to Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, you can only ignore me for so long and I think we have a, a bigger fandom across the country than we do even here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And we're in Scotland, uh, where it's, uh, what, what, what time is it GMT time? It is, oh, wow, it's uh, 10, 10.35 over there. They have not done their spring forward yet. At some point soon, it'll be seven hours, not six hours. <laughs> are, are we done with that, by the way? Is that, is that over? Is that nonsense over? Are we going to uh, keep you know, moving our planets? Is this uh, an attempt by the Earthlings and an attempt to sort of you know, control the universe. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, essentially. Uh, right? it's, it's been approved in the Senate, but not the House, apparently. So uh, yeah, we still uh, have it. <laughs> yeah, they, they should make that a priority, not uh, codifying uh, Roe v. Wade, which is trying to uh, make it uh, law forever. Now, radio is a good thing. It's a great thing. I'm about to give all of our competitors uh a lot of attaboys and how do you do it? Remember, radio is about to die. The podcast was coming. It's going to, you don't need to any radio anymore. I can get it. I could just go to it. And what they found out is podcasts are worthless. Podcasts are worthless. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got something to say. And unless you're actually on a radio that people recognize and understand that has currency, you, you kind of don't exist. Unless you have everybody say, oh, did you see what Joe Rogan was? Did Joe Rogan, Joe, Joe Rogan's got so amplification because he's the major focus for the largest podcasting company called Spotify. He's got a hundred million dollars. He better say the right thing, right? And he's willing to say the right, oh no, he's he's edgy. He's hard. No, he's just curbing all you hard right guys and bringing you more towards the middle. Oh, you like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's a waste of my time. What isn't a waste of my time is, and a waste of my time is the time spent listening to radio stations and particularly Radio talk radio is exceedingly growing, but unfortunately, in the conservative medium, you've got a lot of parroting. Everyone's saying the same thing: rock, 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 rock. You know, seven, ten, one, rock, 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 rock. Everyone's oh, you're, you're original. No, there's no originality. 
So everybody parroting the same standard party lines, nobody being creative. I think nobody really with the commitment of truth. If I hear Dr. Oz on one more show, I, I think they heard me loud and clear and Clay and Buck. I'm like, hey man, can you, can you, can you, can you curb back the Dr. Oz interviews? And the guess who they have on their show tomorrow, Doubt? You're going to love this. My favorite, Ann Coulter. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, on the SCOTUS leak. Yeah, nobody says well, it. Well, Eddie, I thought like you were going to say Dr. Oz's opponent, who has been hitting Dr. Oz on his long, long record of pro-leftism. Oh, yeah. We did that. And I think he listened to our show. And then he is now doing his uh, pro-leftism uh, 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 showing Oz, Oz's pro-leftism support. So. Here we go. This is what's happening. Now, the stock market, not good. Okay? Things don't look good. Corporate earnings coming through. But, but you know who is doing good? iHeartMedia. Revenue surged 19.4% to $843 million. People need to get the word out. We're reopening. We got to go ahead and uh, drum up support. Well, do I want to buy ad, ad injections? Do I want to go ahead and do, you know, ads here or digital ads. I need one on the internet. I need to be on the Google search. No, nothing works better than radio. Here, our competitors are doing dollar a holler and trying to like literally sell to all of our advertisers. It's hilarious now. It is absolutely hilarious. Here it is, 19% growth. Company chalked up the gains to the ongoing recovery from COVID and the continuing growth of our operating business, which is its core function providing information in a live medium, right? Live, local, here. Not drowning in a million different commercials either, though. Okay? That's pretty good for a company that was nearly on the uh, bankruptcy block. Mm-hmm. Didn't go there. Parent company of uh, Premier Radio Networks uh, as well. Good company. Do a lot of business uh, with uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, and uh, I have to say, I, I, I like working with iHeart. I like working with Premier Radio. They they aren't local. They've centralized a lot of their core operations. A lot of their core operations have gone to satellite operations. And that, that I mean, like the guys aren't even local. I'm not even, I don't even know if there's any local people here any longer. But I think there is. I hope there is. Right, I think you have the 100.3, the peak. Jack, Jackie, Tony, and Donnie, you have those guys, right? I think they're, I think they're iHeart. They used to have the 104.1 guys. You know, they, they, they were, I forget who was, who was in one of the guys came through here after he was let go and uh matt was running our board for like at the very beginning uh out had him on uh which was very very interesting all right some some more good news and, and this one for uh <clears throat> i guess our uh more likely competitors cumulus they they put back an attempt to take over why would someone be trying to buy a radio company of all things, a radio company, they had a $1.2 billion bid. They refused it. I don't know if they, I don't know that they should have refused it, to be quite honest. I don't know that it's worth that. So now, after this uh, attempt to try to take their company private by private equity investors, which would have been smart, that would have been a good move. Those sticks, the radio stations are going to be worth more and more. Okay. I, pay, I hate for some people that I know for the radio stations to be worth more and more. It's more about what you put on it and its reputation than, than anything else, okay? They're doing buybacks. Do you think anybody else is doing buybacks? I mean, Amazon is down 7%. Tesla was down 9%. You have all these companies, but you know what's not going, going away? Radio, here it is. And radio is reaching out to where we're going to be live 24-7. Yes, right here in the Kiva. 
We're going to be live 24-7. That's going to be very exciting, doing a partnership with uh, another group that has a number of different programs as well, which is very exciting. So look for that. Can't do that right away. It'll take a little bit of time. Always, always thinking ahead. But that's important, right? So the clock moves literally around the clock. More, more good news. Even companies that you've never even heard of. You ever heard of something called Urban One Doubt? No. Yeah, 13.3% revenue growth in their first quarter alone. Up from 91 million to 112 million. It's the biggest first quarter gain in its history based out of Silver Spring Barrel. A lot of DC companies are involved in radio. In fact, I took a picture right in front of the FCC, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. It's right there, right in front, you know, right next to the uh, uh, the Capitol. Like it's one of the last buildings right there by the Capitol on the federal stop. Earnings shot up 38.9%. 38.9% in radio. I thought radio was dead. Isn't radio dead? Uh, we were told. We yeah, were told. I think we were told. Uh, even some, a company called Saga or Saga, Saga, Sega, Saga Communications. They're up 12%. 12%, an additional $23 million. More and more people going to radio, radio, radio. And guess what's working in radio? Yeah, it's the companies that are known already. Not the companies that are sort of new to the market. It's literally the companies that are established. We've established our footprint over 10 years. One-tenth of what KKOB is, but hey, they're getting money. We're getting money. We're all trying to pay the bills. And radio is doing well. And that's an important thing. Okay? It means that people are trying to congregate once again because social media is finding itself on the way out. Facebook can't even get off the ground here locally. They've been delaying that job and delaying their expansion. Delaying It's never going to happen. Valencia County invested in them. I told you, Facebook would not exist in 10 years. If you wanted to be technical about it, you could say it didn't exist two years after I stated that. Why? Because it became meta. Meta, not meta world peace either. Actual <laughs> meta. Okay. So what, what, what's Musk doing? I just told you, percent today, and this is a real interesting thing, because we're going to talk about plans in the context of the overall market happening. And that's important because Musk is an intelligent guy. He sees trends. He sees things and and very large movements, not these small incremental movements. He sees big things happening, and he, by and large, shapes those things. And I think he thought Twitter was going to do it. Now, the way we commented is like, well, he has. Uh, how would you like to take a quarter of what you own out of your wallet and do it? Well, now he's like, oh no, no, I got to continue to divest myself of Tesla shares to invest in Twitter. What? Yeah, that's a <laughs> product. Twister, Twitter is, is basically worthless. There's no value in it in that it's just Twitter. I told you I was going to create a, a social media a network called Buffalo. I don't know. Right? Might as well. Billionaire Elon Musk is toying the idea of taking the social media company Twitter back to public ownership in a few years. Uh, he's not twiddling with the idea or playing with the idea or toying with the idea, he has to do so. Because Elon Musk is not the owner of Twitter. He has a big hill to climb. He has antitrust issues that he has to face, right? Because it's going to be literally considered the platform and there will be nothing else there. You guys are literally leaving Facebook in droves. He has a number of private equity firms. 
that are involved in financing. Why does the richest man in the world need to be financed? Not as strong as we thought, right? Not as strong as we thought. Has anybody really broken down and looked at, uh, you know, what's involved with, with Twitter? You know, who, who's in it? What's involved with the, the people? Who, who, who owns it? You know, how much everyone's going to be getting here? Well, there's a full breakdown now. And there is investment company after investment company after investment company. Musk doesn't own or will not own Twitter. If you actually try to break it down, it's owned by a number of different Wall Street firms. With Musk at the very head. Who's making nothing more than a $7 billion investment. A far cry from the $44 billion that gets attached to his I guess, apparent investment, and it's not there. So let's look at the stock market. S&P slides 3%. The NASDAQ down 5%. People are looking, well, what's the commentary? What's happening? What's scuttlebutt on this? It's the biggest U-turn since the first days of the pandemic. Remember when we dove to 18,000? This is the biggest one-day loss. Just decline after its largest gain. There was behind the rally was by this morning. Oh, boots we? Oh, I regret. Tesla dropped eight point three. Amazon seven point six. Amazon seven point six percent. Just stop there. Let let's all we all are Amazon members. You're all Prime members. Probably doubt isn't. Okay, everyone's a Prime member. Everyone's getting their shipments. They're all coming in. What does that say? They posted their first loss. Then on top of that, this coming out of the pandemic, that's a trailing indicator, lagging indicator, right? When they report that, that means that's something that has already taken place. So let's take the same logic, okay, and just let's just dumb it down. And I'm, I don't mean to be condescending here, but I'm, I'm going to try and just like, let's look three months hence. June, July, August. We start looking at the August revenues for Amazon. They're not going to fall 7.6%. They're going to fall three times that amount. They didn't fall 7.6% today because of what happened yesterday. They fell 7.6% because of what they've lost over the last three months. They can't keep this level. So the lagging indicators are going to be coming in and May, where people have no confidence, they're sitting on as much money as they can, they're not sure what's going to happen, and the money is dissipating through their pockets because of gas and oil prices. Oil incidentally went up, weirdly enough. Stock market went down, oil went up. What? How does that happen? There's no tie to it, but it is, generally speaking, this what happens. It doesn't happen, excuse me. The market yesterday was a relief rally, they call it. I don't even heard that word. A relief rally? What does that even mean? Do we just Dead cat bounce? People uh, <laughs> interested in the market? Thursday's route is the instance of volatility that has characterized markets this year and highlights the unease over the likely impact of the Fred rate increase campaign. Doesn't matter how much money you have, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. You can't stop what's coming. It doesn't matter how much power you have, Democrats. You can't stop what's coming. You can't print your way out of this mess. There'll be five more rate hikes. 
All of this stuff is already built in. The recession, it's already here. You need to start behaving as if it's November 22. Christmas, not going to be as 2021, 2020, 2019, when everybody was like, oh, my God, let me just order $3,000 worth of stuff from Amazon and have it show up three days before. Well, yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, it's going to be totally changed this, this time. And retailers going to be in the red, red, red. It's not going to be a Black Friday. There ain't going to be Cyber Monday. There's a lot of pain that's going to be settling into these markets, folks. And there's not much you can do about it. Because, again, it doesn't matter what you do now. It doesn't matter how much you hope and pray and wish that things are going to be better and better and better. And what's going to happen? Advertisers are going to go to the lowest common dollar or as, as I will refer to as lowest common dollar, which is the radio. It's the common space for 94% of the population where we all meet. Your TV isn't live. Your podcasts are definitely not live. Much of what you binge is binge watching that. Most of you don't pick up a newspaper, but everybody knows where the damn radio station is and they know who's on it. And that's important. That's critical going forward a great time to be doing what I'm doing and what Dowd's doing. And it's an important time coming out of this because we're in for the next two to three years of pain. Mark, mark my words, two to three years of pain going forward. The music has stopped as that uh, wonderful uh, movie that you just watched recently, Dowd margin call. Yep. It's, Jeremy uh, Irons. I don't pay. I don't get paid. Do you know why I'm sitting here in this position? <laughs> I'm not the smartest man. Talk to me as you speak to a small child or a dog. Yeah. Golden Retriever, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd understand that the music has stopped. Interest rates going up, market coming down. And here is this leaf that I told you was dropping a couple months ago. But what happened? We started a war. We tried to prevent the inevitable. We need to print more money. Oh, things are good. Hey, we're going to come at wars, create opportunity for big companies to sort of reinvest in themselves. Why? Because they spend whatever cash they have left on the books. Because they have a cause, a purpose, a reason. Joe Biden today asked for another $33 billion. Why? Where are we going to get it? And what do you play? You play disinformation campaigns from the Democrats with the Roe v. Wade. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Let's get to some uh, text. Dad, you're welcome. Some commentary. Relief rally is the new approved term for your overlord... <laughs> Of the disinformation governance board. <laughs> Eddie, the only thing I'd add is very quickly is uh, Netflix is now down to 188 from 348 a couple of weeks ago. And I'm only saying this because if you are a taxpayer in New Mexico, you are a business partner of Netflix. And I would also say that as of today, we are 72 cents away from the all-time low of Virgin Galactic, another one of your business partners if you're a New Mexican. So uh, don't think this is all about the street, ladies and gentlemen, in, in, in lower Manhattan. This hits us, too. We will absolutely continue to give those two companies money, right? Aren't uh, all abortions glad their parents chose life? Absolutely, right. I mean, that's good. Uh, Metal Art of Wisconsin keeps trying to sell me uh, multiple things. Thank you, Metal Art. Uh, uh, for the Elizabeth Warrens of the world and all the others who are for the killing of babies, how blessed they are that their mothers wanted and allowed them to live. Maybe we should ask them directly. Do they wish their moms had aborted them? Uh, let me say one thing. When it comes to the anger and the motivation, do you think the anger and the motivation is bigger on the left on this abortion issue or the right? When I read these texts, I literally read them from a person who has had a personal 
history with abortion in one form or another. And I don't care to explore that or judge them or, but they know. And at some point there is regret, even for a, a friend, a family member, or somebody else that they wish it didn't happen. Abortion breaks hearts of the people who are all aware of what happened. Leave that there. Eddie, I quit wearing Levi's years ago after they went heavy anti-gun. No shock, they support butchering babies. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, Eddie. Uh, it, you know what? Uh, the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico put out uh, a, a bulletin on Cinco de Mayo, and I'm like, why? has nothing to do with this. And this is where the, Re the Republican Party is just so tone deaf. On the very same day they did that, they also put out, Dear friends, the practice of teaching critical race theory threatens our children, our education system as whole. It's important to understand why CRT is so dangerous. And and they're, they're literally, uh, they're promoting New Mexico Alive, and you should definitely go, Dr. Carol, Carol Swain, you know, get involved. I think that's awesome. I guess there's cocktails and all that. You have Black Eye for America. And she's a black woman uh, and an educator. So, you know, you want to go listen to her. But then uh, prior to that, what do they put out? The Republican Party of New Mexico statement and observance of Cinco de Mayo. Why is it? No one's observing Cinco de Mayo. It's a day when people are just getting trashed, having margaritas and, and chips and whatever the heck they do. And Mexicans don't celebrate this day. So why are we? How did this become such a thing other than, you know, the 4th of May, the 5th of May, it's just, it's just uh, it's really unnecessary. Hi, Eddie. Abortion is easy peasy. If you want one, pay for it. Maybe Planned Parent could have a telethon. I can only imagine what their pleas for money would sound like. Wow. Ooh. Hi, Eddie. Just curious if you know what other countries have for their laws regarding abortion. Never hear anything about it. I don't know. Hi, Eddie. I'd like to share a personal story for you around my dealings with an abortion. Uh, this comes to you from a 58-year-old man who's in his 20s did not deter his wife from getting abortions. My wife and I at the time thought it was more important to pursue personal gratification as opposed to the life of an unborn child. To this day, it now haunts me. I played an instrumental role in allowing my wife to go forward with killing kids. As we get older, this becomes all the more prevalent with anybody who has My wife is now deceased. It's like taking unborn children is a reprehensible thing. Bingo. The best text. That's the best text you can get on abortion my opinion right there shows all the empathy and sympathy and regret in the world right there this is why you see these guys who go out there and they're protesting this stuff for 20 30 40 years literally here in town huge protest planned at old town on mother's day with them holding up clothes hangers with words never again on them eddie just a heads up notice the party for socialism and liberation banners the red nation and the three of their affiliates will all be there uh, thank you for that inside information. Dowd, to uh, get some people out there. Um, let's see. Greg wants to come on tomorrow. And, uh, okay, let's do that. Uh, Greg Zanetti wants to come in. I'm, I'm waiting to hear from Mark Ronchetti. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to, to, to come into the uh, Kiva at some point and, and do a bit of uh, interview. I'd like to, you know, I've met him once. I've sat down and, and uh, had lunch with the guy, but I'd, I'd like to see him here in the Kiva. So my choice, my body, no vax folks should be very vocal right now. Uh, let's see. Abortion is about the money, black market body parts, and the adrenochrome. These people are evil, evil, evil. That's from Michael Mora. Uh, in France, abortion is not allowed after 14 weeks. Mississippi is more conservative than France. Uh, Dinko de Mayo. That's hilarious. Uh, there you go. Uh, anything else, Dow? No, we get uh, to I would just simply say, uh, well, 
um, there, I'll dig up some of the research because I've read articles, Eddie, on how some of the European countries that are supposed to be enlightened, these wonderful humanist and secular countries that don't have these crazy Christian conservatives, uh, in many of the countries in Europe, they have more protections for the unborn than the United States does. I, I, I can dig those articles up. Okay, good one. That will certainly be on the Dow 3000. Rock of Talk will be back. Hour two coming at you from the ABQ right here where it's deep, deep blue and hopefully be red one day. I don't know if that's this year or when it is, but hopefully soon. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in right here on the Rock of Talk, AM 1600KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I found a picture of you. declared uh, uh, Albuquerque Day, Burqueño Day. Uh, we can't say New Mexico because not the entire state. Like, uh, you used to look at the phone book and it would say 505 and it was like all of New Mexico. And all of a sudden, I don't know, it was about uh, 25 years ago, we added the 575. I'm just glad I'm not saying 575. It is literally 505 in the 505 on 50522. Ooh, coming at you from the ABQ in the deep blue horizons here of um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, DDAD Moscow or two. And uh, we've got a lot to get to. We are on fire and not in a good way. Uh, uh, the Albuquerque Journal did a great job as they do in their victimization mentality uh, creation that they oftentimes do of just saying how bad the world has gotten and how bad things are, uh, Dowd. And uh, they list all the different fires. How are you, sir? Oh, there we are. We'll bring them right in. There we go. There we go. Uh, I, I am well, but in terms of, of, of whining, are we talking about another piece by our beloved Jolene Gutierrez Kruger? No, she did that uh, a couple days ago. Remember, she did the, you know, the... <sighs> the way she starts out those articles, it's it's like uh, it, it, it's the town crier. It's the just the lamenting things right from the very beginning but no what they do do is they give a list of just how bad the fires are and then it justifies let me show you how this all works uh politically in all of this uh by the way morning my cbgb uh sweet you like that you like that yeah that dirty that dirty for the dirtiest bathroom Talking heads yeah well uh i'm so many bands you know the ramones uh, i think started in 73 country bluegrass you know blues the CBGB was, and then it uh, sort of erupted from there. And then, of course, you see the uh, the bottom OMFUG. No, it's not saying something bad. Uh, I, I forget what it is. I think it's a other music, um, something about. I, I forget the last word that's in it. OM. I mean, it's it's weird. It's got a this weird uh, attachment to it. What what is it? Out OMFUG. 
O-M-F-U-G. Yeah, it's, uh, I know it's other, because it, it wasn't just country, uh, bluegrass. Other music blues. for uplifting gourmandizers. Yeah, gourmandizers. <laughs> there you go. And a gourmandizer is someone who just sort of like eats everything. So it's like people who eat music. Like you just want to hear the latest and greatest. And that's basically what, and, and you weren't getting anywhere. And then it's located right in the Bowery. Um, if you've ever been in that area, um, it's one of the coolest places. In fact, I think so much, we'll, we'll get to this on another show because I could spend an entire, you know, show on, on, on just that area of town, the Bowery and, you know, Chinatown and Little Italy and just how much so much of what we consume nationally just comes from that little area. It's like where everything erupts. Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo. Okay, here we are. So this is how it works politically. So when you see this stuff printed in the Albuquerque Journal, there's what, 2% of the population maybe reads that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. I do read the funnies. They have a horrible picture of Crystal Lujan. She is definitely not going to be using that for her uh, Tinder uh, uh, application or whatever you want to call that. I don't know what people do on Tinder, but I think that's, it. it you couldn't have made a worse looking uh, picture of that. The horrible glasses, the, the star tattoo, and it says, Crystal Lujan has decided not to evacuate from her home near Montezuma. She drove to the roadblock west of town to meet up with her grandmother and aunt and got supplies. <laughs> what, what, what'd you get? So papillas? <laughs> Chips and honey. Yeah, hang on. I'm a, I'm a funny guy. Uh, so here it is. The Calf Canyon Peak Fire, 160,104 acres. Uh, Whitewater Baldy Fire is actually worse back in uh, May of 2012. So it listed as the second worst fire. Okay. So now we have on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal today talking about the big win for Michelle Lujan Grisham. If you need anything to get done, you, you call the little lady. Uh, sorry. I apologize. Uh, I call, you call our governor up on the fourth floor. Let's see, you can't call her the little lady. That's not, that's very, very, very disrespectful. Las Vegas residents rally. I mean, the sales pitch coming out. Let's not forget this is a political year and everything for the Albuquerque Journal, everything for the rest of these people is politics, 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 politics all the time. And they literally give a front page endorsement of joe biden and michelle they're the ones who let all this get out of hand in the first place they started these fires they have the forest service you have all this stuff being controlled there's no access but you think somebody went up there and rubbed some sticks together in the month of march and decided to go ahead and hey you know what i'm going to start a fire in the middle of the forest uh, right and nobody was up there nobody's traveling gas is too damn expensive uh <laughs> They're not getting any help. And as soon as I went to air with all this and I started saying with well, the people of Gainas and Las Vegas and Morano, I can't wait for us, uh, for the Espanola police blotter on 5-5. Uh, five, five. de Mayo, a little Cinco de Mayo celebration. It's going to be fun. Remember, I never read those and actually reading them. I haven't reviewed them. It's, it's better. Just like the same way I did the questions with Dowd. I had no yeah. idea what questions they were. Yeah. And I gave the answers and I rated them right there on the spot. I'm an Olympic judge. By the way, uh, Luis Sanchez won the uh, CD1, and then you had uh, Mark Ronchetti, as some people refer to him. I don't know that that's a diminutive or a bad thing. All right. <clears throat> Luis Trujillo, each day feels like a bad dream that won't end. See, everyone, just like that. And then all of a sudden, we have the queen coming in to save the day. Here it is. They, we rally. Why? Because we got money. The only thing that New Mexicans really want is we don't know what to do. We just wave our hands. And this uh, really strange woman in the picture, Crystal Lujan, 
Notice her name. Anybody catch that? Luhan. Even the picture itself is saying how relationship-driven your governor is. She even has the same last name as one of the common ugly people. Fat, ugly people, I should say. Sorry, Crystal. I mean, just They're using you. I get to use you, too. It's a public space, right? Then you got Las Vegas Mayor Luis Trujillo looks out his office window. The nearby wildfire. He has a very that's a very fancy, fancy, fancy shirt for a Las Vegas Mayor. There he is, Luis. How's it going, Luis? Each day has brought new challenges for the town is nearby area that burns. These people haven't gone to work. People are leaving. You know, besides driving uh, driving 100 miles an hour around the curve to get to Santa Fe drunk. As you've seen recently, we killed a firefighter and a police officer in the same day. What do we have? They love the free money. They love the emergency. They love, I, I'm surprised we're not wearing wrist, wristbands for Northern New Mexico. Save Northern New Mexico. CD3, here to, and Mark Ronchetti doesn't have a chance in, in CD3 against, against Michelle Lujan Grisham because she, she saved him from the fires. And somehow, He's going to be responsible during the campaign for what happened up north or all the, the rich white people in Anglo fire. Oh, Anglo fire. Yep. Oh, they, they, these Oklahomans of Texas, they don't share our misery. They just come to their rich half million dollar, one million dollar cabins up there. They don't know what it is. In fact, it was probably one of those white people who started this fire. We're not going to vote for them. That's New Mexico. It's typical New Mexico. Racialization victimization and i couldn't help but notice like all the various ironies and all this no there's no doubt this is bad okay gainus is a very cool place you might uh know where uh the uh, great don imus remember uh he's from ribero ribero no thick smoke settled over las vegas near ribero as crews battled the cock canyon hermit's peak fire throughout the day no the place has grown to more than 160,000 acres e that's a lot Making it the second largest in New Mexico's history. Yee, that's a lot. Thank God for the governor. She saved us from COVID. And then she saved us from the fires because Joe Biden, he threw some money at us. Better than the fire. Crystal Lujan settled in and waited for the guys from grandma and auntie. Why is grandma and auntie bring her? How come the young ones aren't doing it? It's because that's the way it works nowadays. <laughs> Raise your kids. She's raising the she's raising the Hitas kids over there. I don't know. She's supposedly working. I don't know what she's doing over there. She says she's going to work. She always has money at the first couple of days of the month, and then and then by the she broke again, throwing a big old party. Everybody there. I don't know what she does. Maybe she's just protesting. I think she's working for Michelle Lujan Grisham. I think she needs to pro. She had to go to Santa Fe. She left Las Vegas. She just went long enough to go protest for what happened because they're trying to take away the girl's rights. No, I can't stop. Sorry, I, I won't be able to stop. I'm just going to go straight into hour three. So it's with, full of this stuff. You can't stop me when, once I once I start going like this. It's it's all over. But the uh, but the but the llorar. <laughs> Sorry, it will stop. I will stop. I promise. I will stop. Thousands of firefighters, National Guard troops, police, first responders, P. And volunteers continue to battle blazes across New Mexico. Multiple fires continue to displace New Mexicans from their homes, and the fires are far from being contained. Okay. 
where is all the containment? Where has the battle been done? Well, it's only national money, national firefighters, forest service. That's what's coming into battle all this stuff. That's it. Federal relief. Now she has an excuse. And again, another win for the Democrats. And as you go through this article, you're like, okay, how much more is I'm going to read? The land is sacred. People are, you know, with thousands of homes affected. Thousands of residents are affected. Oh, yeah. Here's another big plug for the 2022 election. Representative Teresa Leger Fernandez shared the news during the nightly fire briefing. Oh, we have fire briefings. Dowd, are you aware of fire briefings? I didn't realize uh, that. I'm missing out on those. Jeez. I don't know where the fire briefings. I don't get the releases on that. We're a radio station. Uh, we should get those. We made the point all along that these communities needed help and needed help right now, Leger Fernandez said. They are communities that are centuries old, and they're communities that might not be rich in cash and income, but they are incredibly rich in culture and heritage. Yeah, they're burning forests. Are they burning churches up north? I'm sorry. Are, we, are, they, are they burning? I don't know what's being burnt up there. I'm confused from the uh, uh, political jargon that's coming through from Leger Fernandez. They are lands that have been taken care of for centuries and homes that have been taken care of for centuries and are being destroyed. In a news release, the congressional delegation said the major disaster, probably absent uh, uh, southern New Mexico's uh, uh, CDP. Not invited. Not <laughs> not asked to be a part of that will open the access to public assistance and individual assistance fund from the federal emergency management agencies it is also asking for the biden administration to waive the 25 percent non-federal cost sharing requirement for federal assistance typically state and local governments are expected to pick up that portion here's the other thing they're doling out federal money yet again cynic and me can't help about who starters why are there Fires burning up. How did they all happen? Could there be a political angle to all this? Why did the forest, uh, forest Service start fires that they couldn't contain in the first place? Why don't we have more information? And why is this suddenly a victory as you use words like Northern New Mexico residents rally as Michelle Lujan Grisham and the Democrat congressional delegation get money from Joe Biden to save your ass? A lot of questions for me. I don't live in northern New Mexico, although I do uh, frequent Angel Fire quite a little bit, but uh, it's not affecting that area, of course, right? Because they would have put it out right away. <laughs> I hate to say it, Dowd, but you know the volunteer fire department at Angel Fire would have literally contained that immediately. Those Texans, yeah. <laughs> hey, I think there's a court of word on fire over there. Let it burn, bro. We'll get it later. I'm having uh, some cold course of SS over here. 550, you know? 50, 500, 50, 50, 500. Uh, Dowd, uh, anything else coming out from those fires? I just don't see anything. You know, there's, there are people who are likely losing their homes. Um, there's parts of me that are people that I can understand. And there's, there, there's some bad homes there that people just don't live in. I, I imagine there's going to be people just starting fires to, to start fires to burn stuff that they don't want anymore. You know, yeah, and, yeah, Eddie. I just to me, listen. The, the 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 they always follow power. They always follow press releases. I just hope. I'm probably naive to say this, but 
maybe with all those journalistic resources you're getting to uh, doing political endorsements for Biden and MLG, he maybe dig a little into maybe inadequate forest management practices. Right, uh, right. You know, you may, maybe you dig into also the historical perspective, because every time there's a fire anywhere in the West now, it's evidence of climate change. If we can have a little real journalism, maybe we could take a broader perspective on this, kind of like I did with Roe v. Wade yesterday, kind of go back and look at the history instead of just chasing the moment at every moment. And I think uh, we should probably talk more about uh, taxes in the state of New Mexico. Why do we con- continually go to the federal government all this stuff? I mean, these are things that are, you know, $27.1 billion. We can't fight our own fires here. We don't have the assistance that we're going to declare. A- like, this is one of the very few times, Dowd, where an active uh, actual fire has been declared a national disaster. I mean, well, and, 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 by the snap of her fingers. To, to hear Legere Fernandez, you know, it's so funny that – when you when you when you combine these disparate concepts of oh this is an ancient sacred land where people have lived for centuries well maybe people the local people should be learning how to manage these fires if they've been here for centuries instead of begging from for more money from the federal government but of course that idea would never occur to TLF no no question yeah well, they just invented fire just uh, it's yeah. a new invention like the Tesla car I, yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not last so, week I think there it is so yeah so they don't have anything to protect it's like the virus the brand new virus we don't know how to protect ourselves so we need never uh, happened before. we need the uh, federal government uh, to go ahead and step in back after a quick break yep old credence clear water revival back in 69 released this great song when we return we got to talk about taxes in the state of New Mexico from the write up from uh, rockoftalk.chat we'll do that here at AM 1600 Happy birthday to Adele. There she is. Uh, she's doing a Vegas residency, but it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, she was born Adele Lori Blue Atkins. Uh, you hear that uh, wonderful voice and 
and she's changed her look uh, as of late. Uh, she's uh, shed some weight and uh, looking good, uh, but still the diva that she has become. The and, and that's what you get when uh, you remember. Look what happened to Mariah Carey and the, the massive breakdown there, and then you know it's all about them. This is what happens when you have that many hits and. It doesn't change uh, her talent and what she does, but happy birthday to her nonetheless. 34 years young today. Wow, I didn't realize that. Uh, uh, certainly can listen to her uh, all day, all night. She has that, that good of a voice. A um, couple of little uh, item notes that I just want to kind of uh, pop out uh, for our listeners. Today's National Day of Prayer. RPNM put out some good information. Uh, statement from Tina Dizik, RPNM National Committee woman. Uh, today's National Day of Prayer is a great reminder to take a moment of our busy lives, turn to our hearts to God, and pray for health, prosperity, and protection of our nation. Through prayer, we all seek wisdom and guidance to build a greater nation. Mexico's diverse, rich culture is first and foremost deeply rooted in faith, and these communities will be assembling throughout our state today at houses of worship at various social gatherings to pause, pray, and reflect on the National Day of Prayer. So thanks, uh, RPNM, for putting that out. Certainly much better than your Cinco de Mayo uh, uh, blast, uh, I think really unnecessary. Uh, you just kind of have to kind of pound through some of that stuff. Uh, speaking of that, and they put out a nice eagle uh, that was on their blast, which you know, I have an eagle on my belt. I don't know. Have I ever showed you my belt, Dow? Have you ever seen? I don't know if you can see it. I'll show oh, the, you. The belt buckle is eagle. Ooh, classy. Yeah, it is super classy. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a very, very fancy, fancy. I can see Walker, Texas Ranger wearing that belt. Yeah, <laughs> Walker. This is my son, Walker. <laughs> Brother, Texas Ranger. Uh, uh, so yeah, so right here, this and and you know, the eagle is wrapped around an alligator. There it is. Oh, says hey, like that. I like that. Yeah, a little 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 style style points for that. It's my it is my favorite item. It is my absolute favorite thing. So I I love it. I love how I came into it, came about it. Uh, it was a gift, and um, you know, I love the people who take care of me. They're so, they're so nice to me. Everyone's so nice to me. I do have a lot of people who do actually do love me. I mean, I'm, as I'm sure you do. And, you know, despite how unloving we are or how uh, loveless we are or how cynical we can be on the radio. Uh, by the way, speaking of the bald eagle, the best symbol of, I think, any, any, any country in the world, there are probably a, a few other countries that use the bald eagle. Bird flu is killing alarming number of bald eagles right now. Wild birds as well. Sick birds arriving at rehabilitation centers, unsteady on their talons and unable to fly. Just it makes me just almost weepy to think about oh, that. The latest oh. bird flu outbreak has a has led to a culling of about 37 million chickens and turkeys in the U.S. farms since February, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture has confirmed 956 cases of bird flu in wild birds, including 54 bald eagles. Number of wild birds that have died from the virus is likely significantly higher. University of Georgia researcher Rebecca Polson has been studying avian influenza for 15 years, says the wild bird death toll in this outbreak is unprecedented. We're not, we're not focused on that right now or any sort of wild animal at all. We're, not, we're, uh, <clears throat> we're focused on uh, Roe v. Wade. Okay? Uh, that's because that's what the Democrats want you to focus on. We should be focused on the economy, but we're focused on Roe v. Wade. Uh, here's something else. Uh, you should pay attention. It's starting to get warmer and you know, the Yelpy Yelpers Wiley E is uh, out there looking for your maybe two year old kid. Yes, folks, a two year old boy who was attacked by a coyote on the porch of his Dallas home. Dallas. Dallas is recovering. <sighs> Official searching for the coyote said Thursday that three coyotes that were acting aggressively have been killed. Newton Thomas said the Dallas morning news 
in a text message that his son underwent several hours of surgery and is in stable condition. The child was hospitalized in critical condition following an attack Tuesday morning. Officials say that they can't say for sure if any of the coyotes that were killed were the one that actually attacked the boy. So uh, buyer beware, beware everywhere uh, with your with your children. And the other thing that we have, um, we have uh, little wildcats that jump into the backyard um, in various places, particularly up against the mountains, the Four Hills area. So uh, that stuff will be starting to happen, particularly because of the drought-like conditions as well. Uh, so that's to be paying attention to. Uh, uh, one other uh, item of we uh, jump into the conversation, and uh, hard to believe we're gonna we're gonna do that. Um, by the way, Donald Trump Jr. was on Sean Hannity today, talking about his uh, curating app that he's. La- Why are you guys launching apps? It's already been done. Done. I want to do the uh, DeSantis uh, daily. That's what I want to do. Oh, look, <laughs> my son's calling me while I'm live on air. And he knows that I'll answer. So let's see. He's let's see. Is he is he calling me? I think he's coming through loud and clear. Nope, nope, not able to connect. Must have a weak signal out there. We'll we'll, we'll see if the, he pops in. Um, he's calling to check because I'm taking him tonight down to Doctor Strange. Ooh, oh, oh, yes. multiverse Doctor, of madness. The multiverse yeah. of madness. We're going to Doctor Strange tonight. I'm super excited about that. So super excited. Well. You know, it's an event. Kids look forward to it. I'm not going to get into the politics or whatever. I'm going to lose myself. I, by the way, I'm I am like a fourth level player. I'm a very high level player in um, a Marvel Contest of Champions. I've been playing it for years. Uh, just I, I I have to keep myself from buying the additional characters, so I have to earn them and be better. But unfortunately, as you can see, my blistering thumb it sometimes keeps me from doing so. So there's uh, one other. And finally, as we uh, uh, sort of angle angrily into uh, D. Dowd's tax uh, discussion, stocks slumped today. It went as uh, low as uh, nearly 1,300 points, uh, 3.6% loss, and then it settled in at uh, a little over a thousand uh, uh, point loss. Bond yields resume their upward march. If so, bonds going up, interest rates, <laughs> mortgage rates are going higher. The yield on the 10 year rose over three percent half percent increase it's not just here it's happening uh right here in uh london town bank of england has raised its key interest rate to its highest level in nearly two decades as policymakers around the world combat inflation fueled by high energy prices russia's war in ukraine and lingering concerns about covid19 the central bank's Monetary Policy Committee voted 6-3 on Thursday to raise interest rates for a fourth consecutive meeting in London town. It lifts the interest uh, in the Bank of England after other banks by a quarter percentage point to 1%. The decision comes a day after the U.S. Fed decided to do a half percentage point. So uh, we're chasing them. They're chasing us. And there you go. And, of course, I talked to you about the richest man in the world. Even he needs financing. He ain't so rich that he's not beyond it. That's right. Antitrust uh, Review Reports. Uh, is going to be looking into his buyout, uh, D-Dowd Musk, uh, and see whether or not uh, it is. And that's why what you see, there's a lot of news that's coming out right now. I think, uh, you know, we should probably talk about it uh, more and more. A lot of people trying to get you to um, be happier. They come out with these happy articles. What does it take? Seven steps to make you happy. What, it, what are you going to do to stay happy? Seven secrets to happiness from around the world. That's in, that's in men's health. Why are they putting that out right now? Because the anticipated misery, like every happy thought, disconnecting, you know, trying to de-technologize yourself. Like it's all driven by some sort of agenda. 
I'll tell you one way to stay happy is don't marry Amber Heard. <laughs> Did you see this Amber Heard thing? How nutty she is? She's 22 years younger than... I had no idea that uh, Depp was pushing 60. Did you know he was pushing 60? Wow, you know, you think Jump Street back in the 80s. He, right? He's no youngster. No. He's, uh, he's Rod Stewart forever young. Rod is like 78. Crazy, but uh, Johnny Depp, 20 years, is younger, 58. And Amber Heard, 22 years younger, at 36. She's a nut job. Yep. This woman uh, goes to Met Galas, all sorts of stuff. But, you know, I have to uh, lend a little bit of credence to some of these things. There's uh, stories about how Johnny Depp was, like, throwing food at her on a plane, you know, kicking her chair. Like, they rent private planes, of course, because they're, you know, that's what the rich jets that do. But apparently these two, like, hated each other. Absolutely hated each other. Or at least uh, she hated him. That's uh, th- that's for sure. Um, so, uh, there you go. This uh, this uh, this contest in uh, a court over sexual assault and everything uh, goes right on back to 2015 to the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and their you know fun times just getting blasted. He used to he used to get loaded down the street over at the uh, steakhouse uh, Vernon's. Oh. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, uh, the no, Vernon's. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Club uh, whatever. Remember that was the place where the BC uh, Manny's guys threw me out over there. They threw me out of their little place right. on a Sunday morning. Right, I said, right. didn't, I said, it wasn't enough that you guys got the election. Now you have to throw me out of your restaurant. And then I had the owners of the restaurant, uh, you know, cafe, was it cafe 3466 or something, yeah, whatever some kind of numbers, yeah. <laughs> and numbers, words. I don't even know. So yeah, they threw me out. So, so there we are in the midst of all that, you have increasing rates. You have losses in the stock market. You have wealth depleting. Even the richest guy in the world needs to go ahead and get finance, right? He only has $7 billion of his own money, which is a pittance. That's less than 5% in terms of this investment. So it's not as big of a risk as you, as you think it is. All right. And now on top of that, you have the tax situation, Dowd. Uh, lay it on us. We, we do have a tax situation on more than one level uh, in New Mexico, unfortunately. Well, of course, a lot of us uh, are still reeling from last month's unpleasantness. Uh, dealing I'm, with I'm the, glad to uh, see you can sit down, Dowd. I, uh, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it was a little tough. A little, little tough. But, you know, it was a little tough for, for, for many of us, especially those of us who are used to being kind of wage workers or salary workers our whole lives who converted over to being our own businesses. But I will not complain about that. I will complain about something entirely different. Uh, I am fascinated by marketing. Uh, I was raised on an apple orchard that sold and sells most uh, DTC, direct to consumer, most of our product directly to consumers, Uh, more affluent people in Connecticut because we're a small operation. We have heirloom apples. Uh, We have some of the newer varieties. If you're you're, uh, of modest means and you have a bunch of kids, you're not going to come to our orchard. You're going to go to the supermarket and get a big bulk apple bag and get the, the cheap stuff. Uh, we cater to the high, the more high end. Uh, every time we see a BMW come in, we have a smile on our face. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just our clientele. Uh, when my father started it years ago, he thought maybe we'd be half wholesale and half direct to consumer, but we ended up being direct to consumer. So we know who we are. Uh, we know our own branding. Uh, my mother's favorite phrase is we not only do we grow all the apples we sell, we probably can walk you to the tree where your apple. Wow. Um, My mother is very, very good at marketing. (laughs) So I'm not a marketer, uh, uh, but I'm interested in marketing and, and, and you sort of have to be interested in marketing marketing when it comes to, politics and public policy because you want people to vote the right way and you want elected officials to vote Mm -hmm. the right way and sign off on the right legislation. So 
you could say, oh, this is government. This is above it all. No, no. I would say the basic marketing principles apply to politics and campaigns and elections just as much as they do to sneakers or dining or consumer electronics or, or anything else. Um, what I don't understand <laughs> about the Republican Party in New Mexico, but it's not not just in New Mexico, is the kind of me tooism we support what our opponents support. We just disagree with them kind of at the margins here or right. there. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why brand differentiation, the, the concept of brand differentiation. And Eddie, when I was doing some background research on this article, I guess, I believe it was, was it brand imaging is not the same as brand, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's brand symbolism because then it's just the visual part of it um, and is, is brand imaging, but brand differentiation and brand identity goes beyond just seeing the Nike symbol or the Apple symbol. Um, you need to you know, really get into the person's heart and, and soul and make a real connection with your customer. There's a wonderful tool that was invented in 1986, a long time ago. It's nothing new. There's no reason why any Politico in, in New Mexico on the right wouldn't know about this. It goes all the way back to the Reagan era. It's called the Taxpayer Protection Pledge. Now, it Ooh. is okay. monitored by yep. a D.C.-based organization run by a guy named Grover Norquist, who mm -hmm. is, is pretty famous in terms of national national politics. And it's just a very simple document that, that either if you're running for office or if you're in, already in office and running for re-election, you take a pledge. They, they administer it at the federal level and uh, at the state level and even at the local level. You basically say, I pledge to the people in my district or the people in my state that I will oppose and vote against any and all efforts to uh, raise taxes. And as Grover constantly reminds people, uh, the people who hate him, <laughs> and there are many in our country, you do not take the pledge to Americans for Tax Reform uh, in Washington, D.C. You do not take the pledge to Grover Norquist. You take it to your constituents. Right. Uh, the signers pledge to, again, their own potential constituents or potential constituents that they won't support a net income, uh, net tax increase. The pledge is made in writing so voters know before a politician is elected so that voters can hold the politician accountable. It's the voters who hold the politician yep. accountable, not Grover Norquist. Okay. So there's, I think, 44 members of the U.S. Senate, all of them Republicans, have taken the pledge. At the federal level, it, it has a, a greater identity, but it's also pretty well known at the state level uh, as well. We have a primary coming up just a couple weeks away. And then, of course, we have our, our general election coming up in, what, less than six months now. I went to the website of Americans for Tax Reform wondering how many Republicans in the state of New Mexico have taken the taxpayer <coughs> protection yeah. pledge. Uh, now, we have five people running for governor. We have uh, only people in the House uh, running was 72 people in the state House. The Senate is not up this year. But we also have a lot of people running for county commission, Eddie. I'm, I'm doing a piece on Friday on the um, county, some of the county commission races, uh, including some of our biggest counties, Bernalillo Can County, you know, DAC down in Cruces. Uh, we've got Republicans running against each other and a fair amount of Democrats running against each other uh, in the primary. So out of all of those I don't know how many, potentially hundreds of Republicans running for office this year. How many do you think in New Mexico have taken the taxpayer protection pledge? I would say one. It's a little better than that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Easily yeah. over 100 people running. Nine, single digits, nine people. Oh, I was just thinking, I was just thinking of the uh, governor's race. 
Oh, he, uh, you're, no, you're right about that. Yes, there's only one person only in the governor's one. race. Uh, Jay Block has taken yep. the has taken it. Um, yep. We have only four people in the state Senate, and one of them, as far as I'm concerned, is completely illegitimate because she took the pledge back in 2018 and ended up voting for Governor Lujan Grisham's tax package she broke in 2019. It. Okay. Gay Kernan, she broke it. And so of all the Republicans, it's pretty okay. amazing. Of all the Republicans, I looked at the uh, the six Republicans who voted for the huge tax package in 2019. There were six of the seven ran for re-election. Five of those six were renominated by the Republican Party. These people, they didn't break the pledge because they hadn't taken it, but they were Republicans. They voted for tax hikes. And the Republican Party said, you know what? We're okay with that because really the taxpayer protection pledge is not really employed as a tool in New Mexico on, their, on the part of the Republican Party. Uh, nine, a total of nine, four people in the state Senate, only three people in the state House. As you said, uh, Eddie, only one Republican running uh, for governor. the governorship. And of course, uh, Yvette Harrell, to her great credit, and I certainly have my issues with her, she has taken the taxpayer protection oh, pledge. I knew she did. As a uh, as a federal uh, representative, I Eddie just simply cannot understand why you have this wonderful tool presented to candidates where they can carve out a separate identity. Uh, it plays well. It's easy for voters to understand, and it's not one of these things that's a complicated. You're throwing a lot of wonky stuff at voters. Right. I'm yep. pledging I will not raise your taxes. Now I've been reading the final book in um, Rick Perlstein's four volume series. It's like thirty five thousand pages of the his, American history from Goldwater to Reagan, so from 64 to 1980. And, I'm, and last night I was actually hitting upon uh, Proposition 13 in California uh, in the late 1970s. So you had this explosion of inflation through the 70s, and it helped spur a tremendous tax revolt. Uh, really, even in places like California, places like yep. California where people were voting to limit their property taxes. And I had never made the connection until I was reading this last night that one of the reasons it was it was easy to get people riled up about taxes is because they were getting killed in terms of their consumer expenses. Right. Yep. Uh, just the basic table, you know, what, what did George W. Bush say? How to, uh, you need to put food on your family? People weren't able to put food on their family at a, at a reasonable price back then. And so we live in an era of soaring inflation. Again, we're back to the 70s. And the tax issue... It seems to me a ripe plum for the picking on the part of a smart politician. And Eddie, the, the the brainiacs in the state Republican Party of New Mexico, they are out to lunch on the issue of the taxpayer protection pledge. Uh, I this I just folks, I just give you the data. Nine yep. nine people have voted for uh, have signed this document. Nine nine editorial candidate, uh, which is where it really counts because that's. Oh, yeah. uh, that's local, and that's an offer, uh, an opportunity for G Block to actually do a plug, but he won't plug us. He likes to talk to a uh, lower rated, uh, less well known because he's butthurt about little things here and there. He thinks he won, and then you know it's really interesting about Jay Block. You know, he he's he's a very likable guy. Like he's easy, he can win you over on the first, then you start following up, and you're like ah, no, nah, not so much. He's got a lot of that. I think it's a a, a lack of depth uh, in in Jay. I just. It just, it just, he doesn't have the depth, I think, well, yet. I'm staying on the issue of the governorship, sure. the most successful Republican politician, I would argue, in the last 20 years in New Mexico, mm -hmm. um, policy-wise, I didn't like what I saw. Right. Politically, un, Eddie, un, I don't know how anyone could question this, the most successful 
statewide Republican in the last two decades in New Mexico was Susanna Martinez. Mm -hmm. She made not raising your taxes a central issue for her. She served two terms in good times and bad economically. She did not vote to raise taxes. She kept her word. And I got to believe on some level it it resonated with a certain degree of the populace and, and helped her politically. It seems like the Republican Party is just, like I said, just they're just AWOL on this issue. They've been handed a wonderful tool at a mm-hmm. time of runaway inflation, and they're just <clears throat> seemingly unaware or just not principled enough to make that pledge. Um, I would suggest, uh, you know, Jay McCluskey's a smart, smart guy politically. Uh, he will sign it. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, I, I think it's just a matter of they got busy and, you know, I mean, anything we know, I think we know that uh, he's going to position his candidate to win. And I don't think Ron Ketty is for, you know, tax increases and he doesn't have a record to run. And so I would also immediately go to, has Rebecca down taxes? Uh, not, it's not, they're not listed on the database that ATR maintains. Uh, I just quick, quick point on Ron Ketty. He did sign it when he was running for Senate a couple of years ago. So, so let's assume that, let's assume that there's two then we'll, we'll give him the, the benefit of the doubt. If he signed it, then I think it's just a minor part. Uh, I guarantee you'll hear from their campaign and they'll immediately say, and, you know, uh, Jay Block will no longer be able to blast out that he's the only person that that's it. And I, I want to go back to the whole thing about Jay Block. And, you know, as politicians go, you know, uh, let me let me qualify this by saying I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm dealing with. Uh, and when I'm on the radio, I'm a different person than when I'm running for office because I'm running a radio station and I'm entertainment and I'm dealing with all sorts of other things. When you're running for office, it's an entirely different thing. Okay. Notice during my entire campaign, my entire campaign, despite getting attacked personally, what's the one thing I did not do? I never took one thing personally. You fail as a politician when you take things personally. And if you consistently run around with a chip on your shoulder, like the world's out to get you and you know, you're, you're making large claims and, and taking stabs at like you're running a talk radio station, You can't really mix the two. It's two different vehicles altogether. So my persona here on radio is very different than what it would be if I was running uh, your city where I have to represent 100% of the people as opposed to this segment of the population that is a fan that listens to me. And for those of you who like like to figure out ways to complain about me or compete with me or I hate Eddie Aragon Club, you know, I literally registered a website for you. I hate Eddie Aragon. Then I left you for dead. Go have all you want. Enjoy your I hate Ed Aragon, but I don't, I don't really care. Uh, I, I will say that it does take some effort to find us on the radio dial still, but yet uh, we're still pretty well known. Remember, we're only on the AM side. Aren't you supposed to fault us for that? Are we supposed to fault us for the fact that we only have 150 listeners or we don't have any influence? We don't have any, like, like you need to start getting serious about politics and that includes by and large the Republican Party. Republican Party isn't a serious party because they don't enable the serious candidates. I was one of those candidates. You saw what I did without the help. I think I only got the help of the actual RPM itself, uh, Steve Pierce and a couple of people that were then everybody else was dead set working against me. We know that. Okay. Could you imagine if the Republican party rallied behind one candidate and was able to do it without their, one of the great things I will say about Mark Ronchetti that is, that is good is, he has yet to sort of take things seri- uh, uh, personally. He, he, he's taking some shots, but I think the thing that makes him approachable and electable is the fact that he has yet to take anything personally. That's an important quality. 
Say what you want about Jay McCluskey. Uh, he had a pretty good uh, uh, ramp up with these uh, uh, on my back, I, sh I should say, Jay. <laughs> you know, with the uh, city council, especially in Dan Lewis's district and a couple others, to get those wins and changing the the it's 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 slight. But there was no, nothing personal. No personal barbs were necessarily traded within the party. Sure, I mean, I'll take shots within the party all day long. Outside the party, I don't need to. And I would recommend that po politicians for your future consumption. And I say, you know, Louie, I was taking shots at, at uh, Ben Ray Lujan. Those are not things that generally would probably say in a, in a general election or, you know, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham or, you know, calling um, what's her, what's our CD one reps name. I've just forgot. Oh, Lonely girl. girl. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> yeah, calling her a lesbian yesterday. I mean, I mean, I have, I have, I have evidence of all these uh, types of stuff of, who she hangs out with. I think it just, you know, bears us knowing who you are. We want to know who you are, your personal life. And that's the kind of stuff that sort of gets exposed. And I think we should get to know that. It was one of the things that became one of the peccadillos, unfortunately, for, for uh, Susanna Martinez. Her pizza party, uh, which I thought got way overplayed, by the way. I mean, she's drunk. She's eating pizza. And someone shouldn't have let her get on the phone. That's about someone let her get on the phone. The governor should never get on the phone unless that phone call has been screened three times. Okay. Is that the right person? Yes. Okay. Well, she'll be with you in a sec. She'll be with you in a sec. Because there's always people who are looking, we're a one party state looking to set people up. That's just the, sort of the way that it works. But damn it, guys, stop taking everything personally. Really. It, it's, it's too much. The world isn't about you or your campaign or your election or all this other kind of stuff. Nobody cares. You know what we care about is we care about winning. And yes, anybody is better than Michelle Lujan Grisham. And it's going to take the world to beat that woman, especially now with the journal 4713, uh, the rest of your low information voters out there. Like, how are you going to convince them? I mean, Jay McCluskey's got a big road ahead of him to take on Michelle Lujan Grisham. And that, that's who's going to be doing it. Ron Caddy, Mark, Mark is the guy to go ahead and grab. But then you got other sort of thing taking place where there's you know the republicans are doing their best job of trying to you know can each other hit each other uh in in such a way that isn't going to be helping each other so you've got to raise money you can't raise money if you take everything personally and people aren't going to like you very much if, if you do so i would just say that uh, develop some thicker skin especially in politics one of the great things about rebecca dow i will say I like the fact that she has very thick skin. She continues to knock on my door incessantly <laughs> and wants to get as many interviews as she can. As she can. Like, you need that level of fight. You need that level of fight in you. Uh, despite whatever you say about her doubt, she she jumps back into the fire every single well, time. Well, I mean, I, I, I can take it with another candidate, Eddie, in the sure. same vein of, of your comments about taking things personally. I mean, yeah. I had been extremely public about not being a big believer in Ron Ketty and thinking I probably wouldn't vote for him. Sure. When I sent out the 10 questions, Ron Ketty's team, you know, whoever on the other end was handling all that could have said, team. many people handling a very large job. <laughs> yes. They could have said, well, this guy's this a-hole who doesn't like our candidate and we're not going to waste our time getting those answers back. What did they actually do? They got the answers back on time. They were respectful to me. And the answers were so good that now I think for me, the door is completely open for me personally to vote for Ron Ketty in the general election. They turned things around by yep. not taking it personally. There you go. Um, I and mean, they, and and they I showed tremendous professionalism there.
I, I just got Mark Ronchetti's uh, text that night that he says, I asked him, are you going to get your answers in? I asked everybody, are you going to get your answers in on it? It wasn't like, oh, well, you contacted me too late. Well, can we do right, it tomorrow? Right. I'm, I'm really I'm tired. Right no, like, no, on it. Okay, we actually had to issue a, a deadline for that. And some people performed, other people didn't. That's just the way the ball bounces and certain people got. And despite Rebecca Dow performing quite well in, you know, my, go, my goings on back and forth uh, with her, I, th I thought she handled it uh, uh, well. On uh, second review, once you looked at her answers, you were less than happy about that. And, you know, you, you, you look at things one way, I look at them the other, but I think you have uh, a tremendous uh, ability to sort of digest a lot of this information because you have that handy-dandy computer right in front of you as well. So uh, there we go. Uh, Eddie, how do we counter the negative selling and marketing the left dishes out? Did Donald Trump do it right? Do we need to explain our positions more clearly? Uh, say what you mean, mean what you say. Don't, you will never have to keep track of a single thing that you say a day in your life. I think that's the best way to preserve what's left of your memory so you can think on your feet. You can't think on your feet if you have to go back and defend a position or a vote that you made somewhere else. If you just, are you fluid? You just have the, the like you see that guy just swings clearly. He's not being, I was, I was talking about coach the other day. I should, I should talk about this coaching. Coaching is the most important thing. If you don't have someone who's coachable, you don't have someone who's electable. My opinion, period. If you don't have someone who's coachable, you don't have someone who's electable. Okay, we're not electing egos. You, I don't. Michelle Lujan Grisham's locked in there because of a machine. Okay, we don't have that ability on our side. They are smearing all of us. Uh, Eddie, bingo, Eddie. You stated exactly what I've been telling amazing uh, uh, family and friends. It's amazing how there just happens to be a crisis in New Mexico for lunatic Lujan that she will use to act like she cares about New Mexicans while simultaneously getting federal funds that she can misappropriate just in time to distract from the COVID before elections. I don't think your thoughts are mine or cynical at all even though these people have done, will do whatever they can to do to win, regardless of the human cost. The local news channels do not state the origin of the majority of these fires, very reminiscent of the Newsom in California with his fires a while back. In their twisted, sick minds, they undoubtedly see a win-win. Yes, win at all costs. Uh, rattlesnakes are coming out, too. Yes, they are. That's right. uh, the drought uh, forces them out as well. All those cute little rattlesnakes. Oh, they're so cute. I just want to pet them. I'm amazed, Eddie, how many people complain about your show, Eddie. Why do they listen? Just a gripe? Not me. I like your show. Holy mackerel. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. It shows me a, a little plume of smoke in northern New Mexico. <laughs> if the Lone Ranger had a talk show, the Rock of Talk would be it. Wow. That's, that's a great compliment. Coming a real hero is often the result of bad luck. Wrong place, wrong time, right person. Often villains who wish to look like a hero will create the very situation from which they wish to save you from. There you go. Bingo. You nailed the fires. Uh, how about the Oompa Loompa instead of the little lady? Eh. I don't even know there's a reason to characterize there's anything uh, beyond that. Uh, Dowd, we got so much to go to. We're going to do the Espanola block de Mayo. Yes. Um, we have that. We covered the Johnny Depp. Can, can you post a, a link uh, for Amber Heard Johnny Depp tonight? Uh, I hope so. Uh, okay. Besides the tatas, I would love to, that. We got four posts uh, coming tonight. Uh, whether or not you can get COVID twice, there's that. I think we'll probably cover that uh, tomorrow. Um, the half point, uh, what it means for your money. Not good. No bueno. Uh-uh, not good. Uh, uh, your credit cards, your mortgage, your auto loan, your student debt, your savings accounts, boom, all rising. Pay everything off as soon as possible and don't run anything up. And uh, that's where all of the uh, sort of crashing is inevitably going to be coming down. So you all need to pay attention to uh, that advice. That's important. Um, I think we also probably should address uh, Dowd 
how this uh, Roe v. Wade is going to be, this leak is going to affect uh, the red wave that is seem, seemingly going to be coming, but may not come because you get these people angry enough and what happens? Uh, <laughs> they're going to go ahead and uh, show up. Uh, there you go. Uh, back on this day. Oh, yeah. I did exactly what the Republican needs. Number one. 79, right here in the Kiva, Hour 3, you and me. The Dowd makes three, 3,000, right here in the Kiva. AM 600 KIVA, bbq.fm. The breakup we had has made me lonesome and sad. I, I got to let this out. I spent the evening with the radio. You did. Woo! Regret the moment that I let you go. Damn it. Our quarrel was such a way of learning so much. I know now that I love you because I need to touch. Everybody all together. We united and it feels so good. We united. We understood There's one perfect fit And sugar This part is it sugar. We both are so excited Cause we're reunited Feels so good I can't even turn it off now Just <laughs> from the top of the hour news Talk of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Sometimes it's hard to be a woman. Giving all your love to just one man. <laughs> you have bad times and he'll have good times. Doing things that you don't understand. But if you love him, you'll forgive him. Even though he's hard to understand. And if you love him, be proud of him Cause after all He's just a man 
606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Oregon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, DAC in the house, little David Allen Coke, can't get enough of him uh, lately. And uh, you, me, and the Dowd makes three, 3,000 for our number three on this Cinco de Mayo. It is not an official holiday, but we're celebrated. I guess anyway, nachos, chips and salsa. I don't know, whatever it is that you choose to go ahead and do. You celebrate Cinco de Mayo because it's not really an official holiday. It's back on this day in 73. And down the stretch they come. It was Secretariat uh, bringing home the run for the roses, uh, D-Dad Muska. He won the Kentucky Derby and then forever, you know, the, the gigantic heart, the 18 and a half hands and all the things that made it a... Uh, specimen of uh, perfection. Uh, the match race was uh, sham in Secretariat, uh, by the way, for those of you who are worried about that uh, or wondering about that yesterday. Uh, also on this day, Alan Shepard became the first American in space. Uh, that's right. America got into the space the uh, very same day that 12 years later that the greatest horse, uh, never to be beaten, by the way. Even today, if you look at its mile and a half uh, numbers, 224 in the mile and a half in the Belmont. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, a uh, mark that stands, I believe, for the mile and a half to this very day. And uh, I would say it is the, some people say about the biggest record in sports. Is it the, the majors, most number of uh, wins of majors in golf, or is the number of championships? Or uh, The one thing is to run a mile and a half in two minutes, 24 seconds. That is something that will never be equaled, never be repeated. Um, the other one I think was... Uh, who was the guy that uh, played the most number of uh, baseball games uh, for the Baltimore oh, Orioles? Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken. I think it, it, that still stands, correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, that will ever uh, be. Hey, let's give a shout-out to New England. Teddy Baseball, last man to hit 400. Who's that? Is that is the – oh, yeah, I don't even know. The Splendid Splinter. Uh, <laughs> Teddy Williams. Teddy Williams, that's right. Ted Williams. Well, they for the longest time, uh, up until '97, it was uh, Mickey Mantle that nothing would ever be beaten with Mickey Mantle. I th- did, was it Mickey Mantle or was it Joe Joe D that married uh, Marilyn Monroe? Double uh, it was uh, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, or Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, she she must have been quite the amazing woman uh, if you really think about it. Uh, Arthur Miller, Joe DiMaggio, and uh, who else did she marry? JFK. She married <laughs> Very good. I see what you did there. Now, sailors, she had a marriage just an every man. And, um, you know, when I explained Marilyn Monroe, like she didn't have, she didn't have a family. She was, uh, uh, basically abandoned into fosterdom immediately. And her mom would visit her, uh, randomly and raringly. Uh, so a very interesting, uh, film HBO films made it in the 1990s where you had two actresses playing one played Norma Jean and one played Marilyn. And uh, Paul Sorvino's daughter, Mira Sorvino, Oscar winner, played Marilyn as the the glamour uh, uh, actress. Mm-hmm. And uh, none other than Miss Ashley Judd played oh. uh, Norma Jean. Yes. Uh, flaming Republican Ashley Judd. I got to look at her at the uh, service for the mother the other night. Or no, uh-huh. it, was the, it was the country, uh, was the Hall of Fame or whatever it was. How's she looking? How's she holding up? The, uh, the years have not been kind. Oh, well, when you lose, uh, when you lose your mom, that's always tough, and a uh, lot of, lot of uh, crazy stuff in that family, you know, uh, just craziness, zaniness. The mom was by far the hottest. There's no doubt about it. She I agree. Looked, 
beautiful. She looked good. I saw her last concert. I think it was like April 11th or whatever. Yep, and I yep. went to go look at it. And, uh, you know, she wasn't there. She was, uh, Elvis left the building, you know. I mean, literally no one was, knock, knock, no one's home. Um, but she was still gorgeous, holding up beautifully. But mental illness, uh, folks, uh, Dow, look up the mental illness number, a hotline, suicide hotline, mental illness uh, hotline. Um, I think that's just something that a lot of people are going to be having to go through and think about uh, yet once again. Uh, the world is going to take you for a run, and they don't care about you. That They always say that you do. I've never seen people more disconnected. Also, this day back in 1904, pitching against the Philadelphia Athletics. Uh, I guess that became the Oakland Athletics. At the Huntington Avenue grounds. Why don't they call it? Wouldn't that be great? The grounds, the Huntington Avenue grounds. Cy Young, the Boston American, threw the first perfect game in the modern era of baseball. And in 1835, the first railway in the continental Europe opened, hiking Brussels. I knew a man in Brussels. He was uh, six foot four, full of muscles, and uh, Mechelen. I don't know where the, where the he hell came is from. Mechelen? A land of plenty, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you said, uh, man, are you trying to tempt me? Because I come from the land of plant. Where is someone made him a Vegemite sandwich at one point? I think. <laughs> what is Vegemite? Vegemite is terrible. I think it's potted meat. Is it Vegemite? I've heard nothing thing? but bad things over the yeah. years about Vegemite. No one's asked, asked, It's like a it's it's like a substitute, and it's similar to potted meat. Also, uh, on this day, Cinco de Mayo, uh, Napoleon died in exile on the island of Saint Helena in the South Atlantic Ocean. I had no idea. I'd like to see where, um, you know, he has his grave. You know, um, Jim Morrison in Paris and Napoleon. Uh, Apparently in the South Atlantic. Um, there you go. So um, 550, 5,500. I'm trying to put off the inevitable. Uh, <laughs> you can't stop it. You can't. How long before I have to go into the... <laughs> I feel like Rodney Dangerfield as he's, uh, you know, he's, he's doing... Rage! Rage! Yes. <clears throat> Uh, news out of Traverse City, Michigan. Experts say the 2020 failure of the two dams of the Michigan River. All right, let's just go ahead and do it. Nobody cares about that. All right, let's uh, jump back uh, into... I'm going to Dr. Strange tonight. Uh, let's see, what else? Is there anything else I can talk about before I get to this? Uh, let's see, Roe v. Wade could do that. Oh, you know what? I do actually have something I want to talk about. I meant to talk about this. You know, Facebook's no longer podcasting. Right. It's over, folks is the last podcast. Why? Because it's failed. It's called Soundbites. And it's over. Parent company Meta has confirmed to Bloomberg that it will wind down its podcasting platform uh, and the general audio hub for Facebook. It's no longer going to let podcaster ad show to Facebook. They'll remove them entirely on June 3rd. The hub and Soundbites will be time in the coming week. So uh, is that it? Podcasting Dad, can we uh, can we confirm that? I think you know, so. Eddie. You, you know, you were talking about the state of radio earlier in the show, and I think yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'm a big podcast guy because I work. I'm a researcher. I, I like to have audio on a lot. But honestly, when you were talking about the importance of live, yeah. I would add one other element to that, which you're not going to you, you can never get in a podcast. Live and local. Uh, when you know when you and I talk about things we're doing out in Greater Albuquerque, and you know when you travel the country and, yeah. and talk about you know comparing where we are versus some of these booming areas, you know I'll be trying to call in from Vegas. Um, that local connection that you're, you're you're hearing from people who are in your community talking about walking dogs or running around on the Segway. I think when you combine the live with the local, those are the two main reasons why radio, despite being declared dead 
15 years ago has this really pesky habit of just hanging around and continuing to be of value to people, not just the live, but the local connection. <clears throat> Dowd, space and time. Where are you and when is it? You want to know what radio is all about? Theater of the mind. Where is Eddie? Where is Dowd? Where are you? What happened today? What does it mean? Do you connect? Like on the other side of this microphone is your ears. That's it. Like I spend more time with you than your wives, your husbands, your families. Do you realize what an absolute pleasure and luxury it is for me to be able to, and for you to reach for me like, oh, you're on the AM. Yeah, we're there. I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot of value in podcasting and all that kind of stuff because I don't see this radio. I grew up with a radio in my bed. I didn't have a teddy bear. I literally had a radio and I mouthed the words to every John and the bean were my best friends. John and the bean were my best friends. I chased their blue van so I could get tickets. So my parents could win a house. I listened to every single stations Q 106, 93.3 KKOB FM magic 99. One more. Like all I remember is just those like intro and you can't do they can't, you cannot do music. So you cannot do the station like they did Magic 99 in the 1990s. Like you can't create that today. If I walk into a restaurant, I was like, oh my gosh, that song came on. I know where it is and what it made me feel like. Connection. Bam. I am there. Right. For those of you who uh, grew up with country, KRST wasn't a country station. No, it was not. 94 Rock. Like how how good is radio? <laughs> how good was radio back then? And how radio is good? Like you're literally having to find the very best in the history of music to compete with the very best in talk as you guys try to bring TJ Trout up against me every single day. I literally grew up on these guys. I don't, I don't like Trout. I, I know too much about him. I know the people who worked with him. I know what they say about. I know too much. Okay. One of my best friends was a guy by the name of Miles, Tony Lynn and Miles. Do you guys remember Miles? Miles funny. He'd go in a bathroom, record on the phone, do funny things. Like, that's right. That's funny. Miles is funny. Okay. I literally bought the radio station for Miles. Because it, he, he was going to be out of a job. Because that's what that's what these big companies do. Now they're making money. Okay. Because it's funny, live, local. Oh. <sighs> By the way, I can't get over this story. Federal water officials have announced that they'll keep hundreds of billions of gallons of Colorado River water inside Lake Powell instead of getting it to New Mexico in the midst of our drought. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. Meanwhile, uh, Boeing plans on uh, moving its headquarters to Washington, D.C. from Chicago. There you go. Uh, how much longer? And it's funny, Eddie, the, the, the incentive package that lured Boeing from Seattle to Chicago is set to expire. And the minute the oh. uh, economic development package goodies go away, they're moving on to another place. Maybe I that I, suggests that corporate welfare, eh, not such a good idea. I think I know a word for that. Uh, that's oh, called yeah. Intel. Yes, that's the word for it. Uh, Intel. Very safe. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. <coughs> Netflix. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. You can get COVID twice, but what are the odds? 
Should I just go through all my show prep here, Dowd? Uh, you can get uh, one of the, the actual odds are about uh, one in 15 if you got COVID. Believe it, you're going to get it. Oh, how about uh, this? How about this? How about this for a treat, Dowd? How about this? Listen, listen to this zany, crazy uh, uh, woman. This, this is hilarious. Biden climate advisor Gina McCarthy. Listen to this. Uh, this is funny. You'll love this. We're going to. We're actually going to do a hundred rules this year alone on appliances, just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. Airlines. Who the funk? That they'd be all in, but they better be, or they're gonna. Ah, she'll be dead by the time Emirates becomes uh, renewable. That's funny, isn't that funny? I I hate to, I hate to say this, but uh, Gina McCarthy comes out of Connecticut and Massachusetts. Um, I will post in the show notes tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of years ago, I think it was Congressman Dana Rohrbacher, Republican from from California, when she was running, I believe, Obama's EPA. uh, He asked her a question. What percentage of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide? Of course, carbon dioxide being the deadliest gas in the world is going to fry us all to a crisp. Uh, she is the was the top environmental regulator in the biggest economy on planet Earth. Her whole agenda was fighting global warming and carbon dioxide, and she could not answer what percentage carbon dioxide uh, represented within the uh atmosphere of planet earth that's how much of an expert she is uh, sort of like uh what, what's that woman that just got nominated lisa cook did you see this for the fed board oh did you find did you see this no oh my god i'm uh, getting my my biden nominees confused here she <laughs> does not even understand like basic economics and they're going to put her on the fed board she's not even qualified for position her expertise in economic history does not translate to the problems of monetary policy. That's all she did. Her CV suggests she knows the ins and outs of monetary policy, but it doesn't because during the nomination hearing, she listed one promising qualification, election to the Board of Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago. But it happened only a month ago. She is nothing more than a tool. How about this uh, question from Senator Pat Toomey? Saka Toomey. Oh, the Phillips oh, curve. Yes. The yeah. <laughs> Uh, when explaining how she thinks about monetary policy, she endorsed the long discredited economic theory, saying, with respect to the shape of the Phillips curve, what we know is in economics is that there's a trade-off between unemployment and inflation, but we don't necessarily know what the relationship is. Yes, those are the people that you want running your country. So um, there you go, folks. That's uh, what you get with uh, that. Very unqualified uh, on a number of different uh, fronts. Oh, by the way, did you, you sent this to me, Dad. We didn't even get to this. Hillary Clinton went maskless at the Met Gala. And then she had a black mask staffer uh, yes. tending to her dress yeah. in the picture. How about this? this uh, the party of racism. There it is. The Democrat Party uh, has not evolved uh, uh, very far. Great pick, by the way. And, of course, she's at the satanic um, uh, 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 <clears throat> worshiping ceremony at the uh, Met, which happened on Monday, correct? I believe that's, uh, yes. that's yes. yeah, Monday. There she was, Hillary Clinton. Good job. That, um, uh, speaking of satan... Uh, and Boston, uh, Satanic Temple asked the Boston to fly the flag, its own flag, following the U.S. Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade. Yes, they want to murder babies, the Satanic Temple does. They asked to fly its flag over the Boston City Hall after the U.S. Supreme Court this week ruled that the city violated a Christian group's constitutional free speech rights, refusing to raise the flag bearing its image of a cross. The Salem, Massachusetts-based Satanic Temple, following the ruling, if you look at the Satanic Temples, Salem is like the number one place, by the way. It's very, very uh, uh, ironic. 
uh, but also very fitting. Request filed on Tuesday that the city's property department asking to have its flag raised for Satanic Appreciation Week from July 23rd to the 29th. The operating program will let private use the flagpole while holding events for the plaza below. It's suspended the program last amid the to ensure that the city could not be publicized messages antithetical to its own has said it is quote unquote reevaluating the program. There it is, Dowd. Uh, Satan in Boston, uh, you know, so it will it will continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much longer can I put this uh, up? <laughs> too but, long already. Too long okay, already. Too long already. Damn it. All right. Uh, I guess uh, we should uh, get into this, uh, Dowd. Uh, uh, Dowd uh, Musk uh, sending me the, uh, what is it? Uh, the Rio Grande. Sun. Val- yes, yes. And these are the best picks, ladies and gentlemen. I curate them. And Eddie, uh, I reached out to the new owners of the Rio Grande Sun yes. uh, several days ago. Uh-huh. They have assured me that the police blotter will really? continue. All right. <clears throat> Here it goes, folks. Back by popular demand, your Cinco de Mayo edition of, uh, I guess, the uh, Española or the Espa police blotter. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, jump into it, uh, shall we? Right here in the Kiva. Happy Cinco de Mayo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, by the way, no racism here. Uh, the reason why is because uh, we're all for the wall, especially Hispanics. I don't know if you knew this or not, D-Dowd Muska, but... Majority of Hispanics want border closed, according to a new poll. Dowd, uh, give me the numbers before we jump jump headlong into uh, the uh, police blot. Uh, yeah, Eddie, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's the numbers are. I, I don't. I think this would be news to Elizabeth Warren and all her friends. Uh, the poll. I think this is a Convention of States action and the Trafalgar Group. Trafalgar being a really good pollster. Sixty-five point one percent of Hispanics want the border closed. At seven, at twenty-seven uh, say it should not be closed, and seven point two percent are unsure. Uh, according to the Convention of States actions, Mark Meckler, the fact that a majority of American voters, including nearly two-thirds of Hispanic voters, what want to, want to take the drastic step of temporary closing our southern border shows that Americans see the impending disaster we, we face if the border crisis goes unchecked. We're not going to let Hector in, bro! Keep him at the border. Here we go. Uh, I got to I gotta get grooving. I got to feel the... I got to feel Booker T and the MGs. Brought to you by the Rio Grande Sun. Published to give readers and a bridge criminal activity in their communities. It's simply an illustration of what local law enforcement funded by you taxpayers must deal with daily here in Espa. The police officers, the Okeawinge tribals, and the Rio Riva County Sheriff's State Police responded to all the following calls. Head on out to Santa Clara, 9.01 p.m. A Santa Clara apartments caller reported a guy upstairs is he's telling meth. 9.07 Santa Clara apartment security guard six minutes later requested assistance in clearing the vagrants in the hallways. Kind of busy. I like the word vagrant. Bring back vagrant. <laughs> 6.03 p.m. Santa Clara apartments said someone, a lot of apartments inside, said someone is banging on his door and changing his voice and threatening to kill him. Maybe he's on meth. Maybe he's a vagrant on meth in the hallway. 5.29 p.m. Santa Clara Apartments caller said a man has been robbing people at gunpoint since yesterday. No one's done anything. And he tried to rob her earlier. He's going to try to rob me again. I'll call back. 6.06 p.m. 6.06. That's all fancy. Santa Clara Apartments caller reported people 
are in the hallway saying they're going to kill him. Vagrants, robbing, gunpoint. There's a lot going on. I've lived in some bad apartment complexes. I don't think I've ever had it as bad as the Santa Clara apartments. Is that all in one one apartment complex? All in one. Do not move in. <laughs> Stop redlining us, bro. We get high rent. One seventeen a.m. Either meet us. Caller said a man is in the dirt on the side of the church, and he just popped up and he asked the caller to phone nine one one. Just phone it. An officer responded, and the man said he needed a ride. When the officer refused, hey, the man got up and left. 5.49 a.m., a Fairview Lane call report a woman left in her car after smoking crack and drinking a lot. She's off. 11.10 a.m., a Fairview Sonics caller. Sonics. Never Sonic, bro. It's Sonics. There's many of them, and we go to all of them. One on both sides of the town. Caller said the panhandler punched the manager after he asked him to leave. Come on, man. Be cool. Manager told police he didn't get punched. Man was just a little upset. No. I want my... <laughs> you didn't give me enough flavor on my ocean water, no. 6.10 p.m. Caller said a man and a woman were walking on the Santa Clara Bridge, and the man was bleeding from the face. Oh. Oh. And the woman was lying in the middle of the road. Oh. He said they were walking on the Riverside Drive, and he wanted police to do a welfare check on him. Well, he's bleeding, and he's lying on the side of the road. <laughs> Yeah, just run a welfare check. We're cool. 10.57 p.m. Avenida Canada caller said she wanted an escort to her apartment because there's a lot of foot traffic in the area, and she felt that there were a lot of druggies. There's a lot of druggies over here. I'm triggered. Yeah, druggies are like Sonics. There's always multiples. That's a microaggression. It is. 6.41 p.m. A Walgreens caller reported a man behind the building looks naked. <laughs> he, he looked kind of naked. And it's never naked. It's naked. Hey, he's naked. And he's running around. Why is everyone running around in uh, Espanola? Notice there's always a report about people running around. Is there a difference between looking naked and being naked? I, I, I... Or maybe running around and throwing a cruise up and down main line, bro. 11.05 p.m. A Laguna street caller reported a tenant is outside screaming. That he's going to kill someone. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Uh, is that premeditated murder? An El Cajino caller at 12.27 a.m. reported a man in a car with a gun in his hand. He kept looking at He's looking at him. He's giving me the dirty looks. Police investigated discovered the man didn't have a gun. He ex just exchanged word with a caller's boyfriend. Don't be looking at my ruka, bro. Come on. What's up? Get your own. Oh, yeah. You had her last year. 6.24 a.m. A Valley Drive caller said a man was asleep on the wall at his house. How do you fall asleep on a wall? At your a house. Wide wall. I, uh, uncomfortable. The people of Espa are quite talented. Oh. We're so good at sleeping outside. We could sleep anywhere. So Even at the clinics. Yeah. All over. All over. <laughs> sleeping on the wall. <laughs> hey, the wall's racist. 6 10 p.m. Akaya, the real caller, called. He said the state police. And he told them he saw Espanola police patrolling, but. They didn't get down and go to the house. That, that That's another expression. Hey, when you're getting out of the car, get down. What, what do you mean get down? I'm in the car. Get down, bro. What, you like, duck? No, get down. Get out. <laughs> and go to the house. He didn't get down and go to the house. He's all taking things into his own hands and risk going back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the pinta, bro. At least he's honest. Hey, if they're not going to respond, I'm going back to the pinta. I take matters into my own hands to deal with this one. I never gave it to anyone who didn't have it coming to him. 7.11 p.m. A 
North Railroad Avenue caller wanted to file a report because someone was stealing the irrigation water from his property. Hey, man, I work hard for this water. Only so much. The la- the sacred uh, <laughs> the sacred land. You know where I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah. The land is sacred. That's right. Yeah. My irrigation did. My mama. <laughs> My grandfather was a full-blooded yucky Indian. Sorry. 11 to 9 p.m. A Cook's Mobile Home Park caller says someone was blackmailing him. Is that like an active situation? <laughs> Threat <laughs> imminent. Blackmail situation. There's a black guy, and he's got my mail. That's blackmail. No? 11.24 p.m. A car lane caller said there were a lot of people behind the Walmarts. Also plural. Who are in the field? There's two of them. Yelling, screaming, and starting fires. Just burning. Kick him out. What's going on? 9.36 p.m. A chama caller said they're a Mexican. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. You know, racial. Yep. Mexicans Ugly. Across the trailer court that are bothering her by going to her camper and making noise by her door. Yeah, they're always playing that music. I don't even know. Got ugly quick. That. Corridos, corridos. Rancheras. I only play that music at the weddings, no. At the end. 10.26 p.m. A Fairview, a lot of Fairview Lane, a lot of uh, apartments in Santa Clara. Fairview Lane caller reported the neighbors are acting really crazy. Yeah, that's like 10 times a night. 11 to 11.02 p.m. Akaya, the real caller, said he wants officers to tell the neighbor to turn his music down or he'll take it into his own hands. These guys are watching too much Charlie Bronson. Yep, yep, yep. They're going to take matters into yep, their own 17. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get through these ones. These are these are particularly good today, Dow. I gotta yeah. I gotta say, the simpler, I outdid myself. Yeah. The simpler, the better. <laughs> kind of like us, no? What do you want to make fun of us, Eddie? Eddie Aragon, Eddie Aragon. Who are you? Who do you think you are over there? Talking about us, rolling through our streets, not stopping. Three forty-four p.m. A speedway caller said there was a sign on the door that said "closed," but the doors were unlocked, and then there were no employees inside. They left us. Wow. Police officers, I can't believe someone called in. That's like jackpot. There's people hitting the lottery. Then there's this situation. A police officer spoke with the manager who said she closed the store because she was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this one for all time. This was just that- encapsulates New Mexico for me in just one little gem. You know, I, we, owe, we we have an obligation to our, our, our employer, our yeah. customers, our shareholders. But, you know, I'm tired, so I'm closing the store for the night. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. 10.55 a.m. It's early. I haven't even woken up yet. State Road 531 in Tierra Maria, caller said. He's with the Water Association. He's trying to shut the water off because members aren't paying. Come on, watering for free. He said a woman is getting irate with him and is sitting on the meter. <laughs> like, like physically sitting on the meter? What does that mean? 2.05 p.m. A caller reported a big fight on County Road 87 in Chimayo. He said the fighters are in the middle of the road and there are bats in blood. <laughs> Vampire bats? What is this, warriors? Warriors in Chimayo. Warriors, come out and play. 4.34 p.m., a family dollar in Espa. Caller said a man is opening merchandise and eating food. That would be opening food, by the way. But it's merchandise. That's all fancy. 6.52 p.m., a Sunset Drive caller reported someone broke into his shed and took checks and guns checks <laughs> what 803 p.m a santa clara gas station caller said a woman has been at the bus stop for four hours and she might be up at hour. drunk uh i, just, yeah, I get some money please <laughs>
Yeah. You know, I haven't been home. My husband left me. Yeah. He threw me out at the bus stop, you know. 8.53 p.m. at County Road number one in Hernandez. Beautiful. Ansel Adams. Said people broke into the old county compound and are coming out with all kinds of stuff. What kind of stuff are they coming out with? I don't know. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. All kinds. Two you can get better stuff at the Speedway. 2 p.m. Sharp. Center Market Caller reported a man is unconscious and in front of the door. Police determined he's just resting. Everyone's resting. Up in front there. of the door. Yeah, Everyone's no either running or resting uh, up in uh, Española, uh, Dallas. Not a lot of reading up in Espanol. No, and no one ever gets reported for reading at a public library. Boy, this is all sorts of racist talk on Cinco de Mayo. The Republican Party's about to report me. Oh, yep. Going to report for Eddie. We don't support that level of racism there on his show. Now, Eddie, now, Eddie, that's not going to help us, Eddie. But we love the gay mayor of Espanola, the gay Republican mayor of Espanola. Sorry. It's true. I'm sorry, but it's true. I love to eat at his. I love eating at his. Him and his boyfriend's store. It's a great place. He's a good guy. We had a good interview with the guy, right? Here's if he's gay. He's well qualified. He went to an Ivy League school. He's the mayor of a small. Was the mayor? Now they. He. They got Unhoven over there. He's 26 years old. He doesn't even know what he's doing. His mommy was just changing his diapers. Now he's the mayor. I'm talking like the people from Moda and Vegas. That's how they talk. Espa is different. 4.52 p.m. A Walmart caller reported a woman in front of the store is throwing things at cars. All kinds of all kinds of stuff. All sorts of things. I don't know. I just call. You know what? Everybody pays their fanula because there's a lot of damn phone calls to the 911. 5.20 p.m. A woman wants to speak with a deputy because her son's phone was stolen. At Velarde. Hey, what's up? Hot women in Velarde. They all look the same. I think there's only three families there and in the middle of the night like uh, anyway. narrow Everyone. gene pool there <laughs> quite narrow and quite pretty kind of weird near 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 749 a mountain view street caller reported two sisters are fighting over a bike wow i know Normally, they're fighting over their boyfriend. Right. 751, a Valdez park caller said a man is near the baseball fields, high on something and dancing. Well, that's a good celebrate. Think of the Maya. 858, a Camino Rio Vista caller reported his grandparent was threatening him over Facebook and social media accounts. He said if they, nothing gets done, he'll take it into his own hands. Number three. We got three. I, I just, my, my grandparents were born between 1915 and 1920. I, I can't relate to the idea of my grandparents threatening me over Facebook. Well, all sorts of things, all sorts of stuff, you know. And then, of course, you have uh, you know the proverbial everyone taking it into their own hands. Despa. 10:46 a.m. A Lucero caller reported a man is in the parking lot yelling and swinging a stick. I'm surprised he's not running. And all sorts of things. All right, one more round out. One more. Uno mas. Yeah. Yeah. 11.52 a.m. A Spruce Street caller said a man is doing martial arts. All sorts of Bruce Lee stuff in the parking lot and yelling. Everyone's yelling, too. A lot of yelling. Yeah, angry people. Yeah. 12.09 maybe, maybe, maybe Elizabeth Warren will be found in Espanola soon. I, I, <laughs> very angry. You yell a lot when you don't have jobs, and um, you, the only people that you talk to are attorneys. 12.09 p.m., an 85-year-old caller 
uh, a North Railroad Avenue said she's been drinking a little bit. Then she fell, and now she couldn't get up. Ooh, nice time to film that that commercial. LifeLock. 418. What is that called? It's something else. I don't even find There's so many. Life Alert. Life Alert. uh, Remember? The the Surgeon General. All senior (laughs) citizens should get Life Alert. 418 p.m. A low super save caller. A low super save. That a man tried to light some pallets on fire. On fires. 5.39 5.39 p.m. A private drive at 16.05 in Mandelas said a man took off with his daughter. He said the income tax came in and they're on drugs and alcohol, spending it all. Yeah, I, I think anytime below April 15th, it's it's a good time. All right, let's, let's move it down. We're going to go to El Rey Liquors. Reported a man is drunk and threatening people inside and outside the business. A caller reported a lowrider car at 2.38 p- p.m. had flat flames coming out from its engine near Century Bank. Ooh, that's right at the center of town. That's the corner of Maine and Maine, no. It's between the casino and El Parasol. Those tacos. For the $6 tacos where the women literally throw, they throw the tacos through the door. They're like, those are the best tacos you'll ever, ever eat. Thank you for giving us your money. A San Pedro Sonics employee at 9.02 p.m. reported being slapped in the face by his cousin <laughs> when he went out back to the dumpster. He said his cousin threw his phone over the... Everyone's with phones. He threw his phone over the wall. And finally, at 6 p.m., a Kaya de Sor caller said someone defecated in her yard and the tiny people having intercourse in their cars. <laughs> Save the best for last. (laughs) I can't even read the rest of this. When police spoke to her, the woman said she and the New Mexico State Police were fighting with Japan. (laughs) I mean, the Cold War came back with Russia. The World War II is coming back. We're back in war with Japan. (laughs) Wow. God. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Your top five, speaking of your top Cinco de Mayo, your top Cinco for Cinco... DeMaio. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Rock and course, Talk uh, uh, not including the Tatas. That would have been number one, but we'll be oh number one. Oh, boy, would that have been number one. <laughs> Maybe I'm tonight. Gonna... <laughs> um, uh, your one picks. Going for her. One uh, for the most popular links, ladies and gentlemen, available at rockoftalk.chat. Number one, uh, a mother taking care of her 16-year-old uh, disabled daughter. Horrific graphic story. If you're easily offended, don't read it, but it ended up being number one. That was the tabloid media guy in me. I, I put that out there. Uh, just we've got a lot of problems in New Mexico. Uh, number two, Levi Strauss and company. Uh, the company issued a statement on protecting reproductive rights because we all care about where the blue jeans company stands on the issue of Roe v. Wade. Unbelievable. Uh, number three, our military folks were very interested in this story, Eddie. We're going to see more and more of this. The Pentagon has revealed that a contractor, the first contractor, has made a request to cancel a long-term contract because they can't afford to pay for all the inputs for their contract because inflation is completely out of control. Inflation hurting our national security. Uh, number four, the, the uh, Department of Workforce Solutions. They're going to start having online seminars because on July 1st, the paid sick leave law goes into effect. One more reason to not start your business in New Mexico, but the bureaucracy is very helpful. They're going to get us up to speed on how you're going to how, how we administer that paid sick leave law. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, number five, polling says support for single motherhood and shacking up, also known wow. as cohabitation, might be falling 
in the United States, people might hey. be more pro-family. Yeah, yo, dog. I ain't going to marry that. I may have in my baby. See you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the key. Winding your way down and big. Lighting your head and dead on your feet well another crazy day. Drink the night away and forget about everything. This city dead so cold. It's got so many people, but it's soul and it's been so long to find out you were wrong when you thought it held everything you used to think that it was so easy say that it was so easy but you're trying you're trying now This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Rock. You locked in your-